You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about every week. It's your boy Jordan, and you're mocking me. How dare you? <laughs> you're fired. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't just me. You just happened to look over here first. Oh, you did too? <laughs> Traitors! No picture! Never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. First Michael Jump ship to guest star on Uncanny Comic Quest. Now you're mocking me as I do the intro. I see what this is. Take Hostile me takeover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, my, it's Michael. <laughs> oh, and Jamie. Hello. Yeah, too busy mocking me. Did you just tell us? Well, they know us. Do they? Like Stan Lee says, every episode is someone's first episode. He meant that about comics, but I'm, I'm going to translate that to podcasts. Um, yeah, Stan Lee was talking yeah. about our podcast. Totally. <laughs> our podcast. All right, guys. We've got a big week. There's no time to dilly-dally. No time for distractions and mockery. We've got things to talk about. We've got Justice League. The trailer dropped. The last trailer Superhero, I don't know. What? You're about to sing Static Shock. Superhero, yeah. Static Shock. Woo woo. No, you're. It's um. It's like, Somebody said no. That's Smallville. No, that's Smallville. I know it from Green Day, but it's that um. Oh fuck you! Now I'm thinking about Static Shock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you Says can a guy, be no your hero, baby. Now he's singing. Hey, that's not it. Fuck! You ruined this for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, now I gotta look it up. You're I going, hate you. You're going to the list of things we're gonna talk about. No, no. Now I'm stuck on this. So. <laughs> you, need to, you need to know the song. <laughs> oh, wait. First of all, I don't even like the this song. This is choice. why our podcast goes on to like two hours. Two, See? three. Yeah, three. <laughs> like all these side tracks, you get oh, distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know it from the Green Day song. I don't know if that's the original, but we can be heroes. Also, the Godzilla. It's on the Godzilla soundtrack. The Matthew Broderick one, Broderick one back in the nineties. We can be heroes just for one day. Nobody. Never heard it. Oh, I've never heard the song until this trailer. So I don't yeah, know. I know the song. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. All right, is that a Green Day song? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I know nothing, Jon Snow. But we're talking about Justice League. We're talking about Pacific Rim, John Boyega. We're talking Ooh. about Gifted, the Star Trek Discovery premiere. Well, a little mini review for that because Michael hasn't seen it yet. So yeah, that I was seen. so good. You yeah. are missing out. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> never mind. Legally. <laughs> I just gotta watch it legally. Arr. Uh we're gonna do some anime with Jamie. And recap the last three episodes of Rick and Morty, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually it's gonna be the last three episodes. Did I just say that? Yeah, she just oh, said that. Okay, sorry. You're listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you everything else. I can never respect this podcast. No. Well, 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 whatever. We're gonna. I don't care if you don't respect me because I don't respect you. We're hijacking your your little section. Me and Michael have seen Dragon Ball Super. You never respect me from the beginning, <laughs> ever. According to reviewers, that's no, true. Those are facts. <laughs> How dare you? Well, we're gonna be talking about Dragon Ball Super because the long-awaited fight between Goku and Jiren 
finally took place in Dragon Ball Super. I don't give a shit. Uh huh. I know you don't. So <laughs> Tell you me. Watch it. I'm sorry. Like when I asked you like how you felt about it, you're like, I don't know. Well, we're gonna talk about. Do it. Do you not, know? No, we're, was it good? I don't think me or my sure how you feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We're not it? sure. We'll talk yeah. about it. Need to flip mm. a coin. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't like wasting my time on like really typical with no plot and no character development. Showing you basic, Michael. Mm. <laughs> she just says that. Saying. She's talking about you too. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I was looking at you the whole time saying this. <laughs> that was development. That was a new form. <laughs> yeah, that's always a new development. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> we'll talk about Next it. Next thing I know, he's gonna go through all the rainbow colors. I mean, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> We're almost there. Yeah, <laughs> yellow, blue, green, and blue, silvery yeah. blue. Yeah. Well, there was yeah. no orange so far, from what I remember. So. <laughs> Next time on Dragon well, Ball Super, a, there was a well, there was a Goku rose pink. Yeah, it's pink. Yeah, that. that. We got Power Ranger colors. Like all I of don't them. give a fuck. All right, but we'll talk about that when we get there, and then we're gonna wrap up with some Comic Con news from Michael. There's a lot of there's a lot of news to talk about. We'll yeah, that. yeah, I'm trying to organize it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are so. Organized. If it's organizing, maybe you and I can just start talking about Star Trek after we do the review. No, we're talking about Justice League first because everybody cares about Justice League. Do you, do, do everybody really? Yes, just because you don't care about Justice League, Jamie. Hashtag Justice League matters. <laughs> <laughs> All Justice League characters matter. Yeah, before we get into all that, let's talk about... Unite the seven. <laughs> yeah. Let's unite the reviewers. Let's talk about our iTunes reviews. We have three new ones to the last review. We need more. We're so close to 100 reviews. Hey, leave a review. Tell Jordan how he's mistreating me. What? Don't don't say that. Don't do that. <laughs> please, please leave a review. Save me. Give us some hashtag me. scare Jamies. We had enough. No, we need more. No, we had enough. More power. <laughs> Yeah, we have three. We're definitely gonna do. We're definitely gonna do something for hashtag scary no. Jamie, but the more the better. Yeah, Halloween Fuck is off! Halloween is coming up. No! <laughs> All right, let's start with the reviews. Our first review comes from <laughs> D Comic Nerds. It's a five star review, and it subject is if I was the winner, I would like to win Jamie's underwear. Joking. Oh. <laughs> 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 Whoa! Wait. <laughs> We went from zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> I, I'm like organizing the news and all of a sudden I hear where Jamie's up. Wait, what? Like what? Did I hear that right? No, not where. Win. He oh, to win. win. He would like to, for the 100 review giveaway, he would like to win Jamie's underwear. Was that an option? Well, all right. Well, he says JK, so okay. he's just playing with you. But it would be cool to be a podcast host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say just what? kidding, but no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool to be a podcast host, host, and Jordan, could you follow my page? Uh, oh, because I made that joke a couple weeks ago. What? Hundreds of view. We get uh, all get used. They, we, they get used underwear. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was you. <laughs> so I started this trend oh, of villainy. <laughs> you, done? you can't get Michael's. Uh, could you follow my page and F you? Now I feel like part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do use fuck you as kind of like a term of... Fuck endearment. off! Yeah, wow. we do. Right? Endearment, right? <laughs> uh, but Jamie is hot and love her oh, anime thanks. corner. Anime and Michael Prediction Head, love the news at the... Didn't finish. News of the week, I think he meant. Hey, uh, just FYI, I do like the BVS. Oh, I do like BVS. I just look at the no, movie. no, <laughs> nope. next, next review. <laughs> I just look at the movie from a fanboy perspective. 
Oh, not from a fanboy perspective, but someone who loves comics. And P.S. Love the podcast. Listen to it while I work, especially when Jordan defends Black Panther. Wow, this is a guy's a hardcore fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he knows everything. P.P.S. I'm truly, truly outrageous. And happy, <laughs> happy 50. Better late than never. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, man. Thank that was you. an awesome review. All those little nuggets of Blood Vision podcast. Well, I mean, why? You know, why? It's no. appropriate that it comes up now because it's Justice League trailer. So we can kind of compare it to how we felt about BVS. Let me talk about the trailer a little I bit. I still look keen. So many colors. You- so many colors. So many colors. Yeah, I saw your reaction. You're just like, oh my God, all the colors. I'm sorry. I'm just a little skeptical. You know, like BVS, know. the way BVS burned me is still here. I know. Okay. Some scars don't heal with time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next review comes from uh, Neobara. It's a five-star review, and the subject is totally unbiased review. These guys rock. If I could give them a six-star review, I would. Perfect vision. Also, that Jordan guy is a terrific host and definitely the brains of the operation. Also handsome. Wow, what an awesome guy. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Why are you laughing? Jordan, I have a question. Yes. What is your Xbox account? I don't know. <laughs> tell me, tell me uh, what's your Xbox one account? Important. <laughs> uh, yeah, Does it start with the letter N? No. I Neobar, the host of the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, wait, Neobar? There's only so many amendments. <laughs> the Constitution. I'm like Neobar. I'm like Neobar. Why does that sound for? That's because fucking that's Jordan. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> No, go on. go on. Go on. Are you done reading? Because I need One, two, three, four, more. Five, <laughs> read more. Yeah, read more. Let's hear it from Neil yeah. Barra. Start from the start from the beginning. I mean, that's start all he says. Beginning. You know, he has perfect vision, and that I'm awesome. So that's weird. That he says that, and I'm also the brains of the operation. Also handsome. So I think this guy has the right idea. Let's move on. I mean, all right. This is a podcast. Do you see what he I really... resort to when no one reviews us? I review ourselves. <laughs> And you mean, when no one leaves a compliment for you, they're all talking, yeah, I think that's talking what about it was. They're talking about Jamie and I. So <laughs> no one recognized you. You're like, I want to be recognized. I want to recognize myself. You're like Sugar Rocky. <laughs> Self-love. Right? You guys are like, my stain? Why are they all paid to them? My name is on the podcast. Uh. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's, let's move on. Uh, our final review comes from uh, your boy Frank. It's a four-star review. This is why. This is why I have to leave my five-star <laughs> reviews. <laughs> uh, it's a four-star review, and it comes from your boy Frank, and the title is Blur Vision Review. And my cat Neko is meowing because he's a jerk. Stop it. He's going to eat me. Get rid of him. He's meowing at Jamie. Get out of here. Mm. Okay, that's good. <laughs> 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 Just hang out then, I guess. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he's four-star review. He's pissed. <laughs> uh, what's good? It's your boy, Frank. Oh, my, your boy, Franklin, a.k.a. underscore the chump god underscore on Instagram. I like the podcast, except when y'all review shows that I don't watch. Game of Thrones, My Hero Academia, my friend Bono's favorite show. The banter between you guys is funny. And shout out to Eunice. Hashtag bring back World of Flash. So. Yeah, World of Flash. Wait, why'd you give it four stars? You didn't say anything negative. No, because he <laughs> said, said he doesn't like. He doesn't like when we review, review things show. that he don't watch. I don't know what you watch, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Franklin. <laughs> Send me a list. <laughs> yeah, I'll do, a, I'll do a Franklin cut of the podcast every week. <laughs> this episode is not for Franklin because he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Like, if anything, Franklin, that just means that we're giving you more than you want. So yeah, that like, means you should watch these shows. Yeah. Well, sometimes people don't want to accept more than what they're asking for. It's all free content, right? 
I work for the people. I'm a civil servant. That's what I do. But so apparently, except for us, you know, yeah, he's serving you guys. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> and shout out to Eunice, bring back Royal Flash. Yeah, I feel for him. Yeah, my boy, World of Flash, lost his page just as we released our Flash fan film trailer with Calvin Rama Studios. The Kid Flash Chronicles. Woo! Unfortunately, the World of Flash goes down. Oh, <laughs> it's like the, the universe must be balanced. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, uh, but it just lost me. But then it came oh. back. What? Eunice going down was like the season two of the Flash with the uh, what's what's the the Speedful? no the what was that circular thing that they called at the end when oh, Barry ran um, up? Ah, uh, the, not the, the collider. Uh, the uh, fuck. Ah, oh, don't take my time. Stop doing this to me. <laughs> this is the second time in the podcast. <laughs> can't, uh. can't get extra ten minutes. But whatever that was, that's what I was gonna call it. World of Flash going down. <laughs> That is the worst. You gotta figure it out now. Like the, the whole punchline hinges on that singularity. Singularity. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Woo! Did it. Yeah. It, it was. Was Yay. it really singularity? It's more like Flashpoint. No. 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 Because it was of his own doing, unfortunately. Oh well. Yeah. Like it was just a copyright issue thing, which fucking sucks. Which is stupid. Hey, at least he got an answer. I just got a vague summary of things I was reported for, including impersonation, which makes no fucking sense. But I just feel horrible because like I've been through the same thing. So, oh well. Shout out to Mo Eunice. Hopefully it doesn't happen again to any of you guys. Don't say that. <laughs> I knocked on wood. Oh, okay. All right, but yeah, let's move on. Let's get into our reviews of the week. Let's start with the Justice League trailer. After the death of Superman, violence, acts of war, and terrorism are all on the rise. I had a dream. It was the end of the world. Invasion. I think it's something more. Something darker. people we don't know to risk their lives strong man as strong as alone you ever heard that that's not a saying that's the opposite of what the saying is divided we are not enough world needs superman I brought you together. Ride ain't over yet. I'm mad. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's excited about it, except for Jamie, who is yawning right now. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about it. How did you guys feel about the final trail from Justice League? We are in the fall season. We are on the cusp of the biggest DC movie to date. Everything hinges on this, guys. Thor Ragnarok is like running right next to it, Less like, hey, buddy. You were pretty hyped for me, too. <laughs> so, this this is the last trailer to kind of push hype in the favor of DC. How did you feel? Right a hype. I mean, me and Michael did yeah. um, reactions to it. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the trailer. Okay. I, like I said, I love in my reaction video on YouTube. Naked? 
I wasn't naked. I had, naked. On, I had on underwear, at least, so I wasn't naked. As far as the camera knows, you were naked. <laughs> Whatever. So, I enjoyed how colorful it was. And there's a stark difference between the first trailer and this trailer. There's a big the, difference. Yeah, the very the first trailer is very gray washed. Joss Whedon? Yeah. Think you think so? I think so. Okay. Because, I mean, what else? Why would the. Because that was, you know, when the first trailer came out, that was before Zack Snyder went through his uh, personal issues. Mm hmm. And now you look at this one, nothing nothing else changed besides the director. So it has to be Josh Sweet. But the director also doesn't have a say. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. In the final movie, yes, but not the trailer so much. Not the trailer, but the cut of the yeah. movie. Yeah, so yeah. He, doesn't have, he doesn't have a say in like which scenes they're going to use, but how the movie looks, he has a say in it. Okay. So I loved how colorful it was. It actually looked like a comic book instead of like a dark, miserable land that I don't want to visit. <laughs> I mean, it still looked pretty on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, but it was still—it looked like a colorful fire. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so, I mean, the, a lot of people were talking about the song choice. They didn't like the song choice. I'm like, eh, I'm take also it. there. I'm eh, take it or leave it. I, I didn't really feel any type of way about it, whether positive or negative. I just think it's weird that all of the Justice League trailers so far have like an older song remixed to be like come harder. together right now. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of retro-y. Is it supposed to be that way? Like, Hey, I mean, I g- the song, it was, a, it was a David Bowie song. By it the was way. originally a David Bowie song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're just trying to be on the nose. Like, come together, unite the Justice League, and now be a superhero. Yeah. So, and also, it's not an old song. It's pretty new. It's um song by David Bowie and David um get um Greta. So I I like uh that they finally show Superman in the trailer, even though it was a hallucinate. Well, not a hallucination, but a dream. No, the dream sequence. Yeah, the dream sequence. But oh, but Jamie, you you're right. It is David Guetta and Bowie. I'm dumb. But oh, it's 2000. Oh, sorry, say that again. Say that again. Say Hold on, you're half right. It's 2003. How is that not an old song? You are comparing that to like come together right now. When when was that song came? This is over a decade out? old. <laughs> well, the original does like the Beatles. That's like yeah. the seventies. Yeah, that's older. But I said old. Over a decade is old. It ain't a recent when song. When you said it's old, well, what no, did you I'll, mean? I'll talk about. What did you mean when you said like, oh, it's an old song? It's not by him. Yeah, it's an older song. It's an old. When I song. hear old song, I'm thinking like yeah, like it's 80s, no, I didn't 70s, mean, 60s. No, 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 I didn't mean that way. Like super old. I mean, there's a range of oldness. A decade old is still, guys. I know we're all old, <laughs> but a decade. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not old. I'm the youngest I'm here. Old. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not old. I'm not almost, old. Actually, now almost a decade and a half is a long time, guys. <laughs> Just saying. I'm only 18. <laughs> No. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. I know the 90s felt like it was like yesterday, but you know, 1999 was like almost I know. 20 years. I just, I like, I just realized like the Velvet Rope, Janet Jackson album came out 20 years ago yesterday, <sighs> 1997. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I remember that album. Every time I talk about things from my childhood, people are like, that old shit? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, do you remember Batman the anime series? That's old. No, no, it's not. It, it, it is old. <laughs> that was nineties. That's when my age was like one digit, not it, two. Hey, it ended in the, in the aughts, so it's old. <laughs> anyway, continue, Michael. But <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I like that they show Superman, uh, even though 
like I like that they teased it where they showed him, but they didn't actually show him. That was a dream. Well, yeah, it was a dream, but they still showed him. They love dreams in, this, <laughs> in the DC universe. Yeah, because they Batman even mentioned I had a dream that the world was ending. Yeah, <laughs> but so, it was clever. Instead of showing Superman, you show Clark Kent. You show Clark Kent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I like Ezra Miller as the fl- like he's providing a different Flash Barry Allen than what we got from the show. Mm. <clears throat> and I think that's good to differentiate that in he's a way. Wally. Yeah, mm, he's so, Wally. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely Wally. The <laughs> red, yeah, redhead Wally. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. All right. So what do you think? Barry Allen's popular. So <laughs> just the name, like, what? <laughs> whatever. What do you think, Jamie? It's not that I didn't enjoy the trailer. I did. It's just I don't know if it's worth the hype. Like I got my hype. From the previous trailer. Come together. Yes, that one. And like, yes, we did see different footages from this trailer. Once again, you know, it's colorful. Where Way more jokes. You see way more chemistry amongst the cast and whatnot. But it's kind of like, I don't know. Once again, I still remember BBS. That stark memory. Can't you just can't you just think about this trailer? I can't separate them. <laughs> you can think about like the plot of BVS, but just separate how you felt about like I'm not just that in terms about of negativity. Plot. I'm ta- I'm thinking about a lot of things that were done wrong in BVS, including the plot, the the way things were execute um executed. Like the only thing that BVS was really good was like how pretty were, like some of them looked. Okay, but in this trailer, was there anything that you didn't like? Did you like the trailer itself? Like. I like that Wonder Woman was smart. In the trailer? Yeah. Toward the end. Yeah. Like when like she like When she <gasps> saved Batman. Yeah. And oh, then she mom. smiles at um Bruce. And- <laughs> You're like, dude bro Aquaman? And you're like Too bro-ish to me. I'm yeah. Like, that's not Arthur. Arthur supposed- no, Arthur is not that bro-y. Like, I don't I get that you're trying to make your own character, including Barry Allen being a little bit airheaded. I'd argue that he's very much a, like a throwback to that Brave and the Bold Batman. Is, it was even in that cartoon. Yeah, Aquaman. That? Yeah. Uh, outrageous. <laughs> so he's kind of like that kind of Aquaman. Aqua. With the, with the, with the missing with the missing hand and the hook. Well, that's like the hardcore '90s one. I mean, the campier one where he's like a cartoon, like with uh, Brave and the Bold and Batman. But I- throwback to that comic style where he was like. That it, where they like catchphrases and one-liners. Why? Why? I don't know. Cause they don't think it would be cool to it's have. Probably a very not Jack Snyder writing it. Like I feel like the character of Aquaman changed dramatically. I mean, he's not regal. You know what I'm saying? He's not like that. Like I'm from Atlantis. He's very much. Yeah. He's a guy like Macho Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just that, like the last, the latest Aquaman that I remember is from the DC anime series, so it's like the New Fifty Two style one, mm-hmm. just like Throne of Atlantis. Throne of Atlantis. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I I understand that they're not the same characters. It's just not what I expected. Mm. Well, what would you guys rate the trailer? You guys rate it. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. I give it a. 
I like I like this. I agree with you. I, I like the second one better. The yeah. one before this one better. So I give this one a high. No, a low more than passable. Okay, I give it a more than passable. It's funny that you say you like this one less than the second one. I I don't like the song choice in either really, but I think I like the song choice in this one less just because I actually have an affinity for that song. <laughs> uh, but I I give it more than passable. I liked it, and I'm, I mean, I'm excited for the movie because of this trailer. I mean, you know, I think for a final trailer, it, it did good to pull me back and anchor me to the man of feelings I had for Man of Steel, especially that intro, that, that intro between Clark Kent and uh, and, and his fuzzy invisible mustache. Lois Lane, yeah, <laughs> it may or may not be CGI if that was a scene that was shot after you know Just mm-hmm. started shooting. But hey, I don't care who made that scene, who directed it, who wrote it, but it being the trailer gave me confidence that maybe this movie. Will at least give me some of the character development and emotion that I I like that man I still want to see again in this series. I'm but, really hopeful. I know I'm being really hopeful. But, but, well, in the trailer, they kept pushing that hope. Yeah, Superman was the hope of the world, and I'm like, when? I know. When did that happen? I don't know that. Happened. I'm <laughs> pretending that that man BVS didn't happen and that he just died between movies. <laughs> I would pretend that even then. Hey, I love Man of Steel. So if I just pretend that he died like the way Superman died in the comics, and that BVS didn't happen, no. I can take the emotion of that scene where she wakes up and you hear like you know the news reports and stuff. I, I got, I had me. I was like, without oh. Superman, all hope is lost. <laughs> I didn't believe that when I first saw that in trailers, but in this trailer, I was like. You did it. That that transition with like the ring that got me. I was like, oh. you're listening to. I still don't believe it. Who's, who's desperately holding on to this? This last might be the hope. last time I'm positive about yeah. DC. Let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> like if like, I'm not positive now, it just looks bad. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean I agree. Even though I like the other trailer better, this this one still got me a little bit more hyped for Justice yeah. League. Granted. I'm a little bit more excited to see Thor Ragnarok. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I definitely agree, but this trailer at least made me a little bit more confident because they showed me a little bit of the heart. And that's what DC's always been missing. Because all that, the, the effects look better and, the, and you know, the, the colors look better. But at the end of the day, like it's it could be too much. Like I'm seeing all that CGI fuckery going on in the back half of the trailer. And it's like, yeah, it looks cool in clips. Yeah, Aquaman being thrown from one pair of demons to the next and Cyborg catching him. Yeah, that looks cool in those snippets. But, like, if it's, you know, sometimes Zack Snyder climax is going too long. So, like, we can be sitting there in, like, a, a PS3 game for, like, an hour and it might just become Yeah, dull. the final battle, man, will st- man is still went on for too yeah, long. Dead. See, everybody long. says that. I just thought that's a lie. I actually do agree it went, went on too long. But that people hated it because of that. I, I, I let it go. I was like, all right. Well, they could have cut that entire fight he had with that world engine. If you just cut that fight, it would have been okay. But that shit was like, you're still fighting this thing? <laughs> like, move on. Yeah. And it wears on you. So, like, these things look cool in these little, you know, 30-second bursts. But, like, if it's, like, an hour, you might by the end, you might be like, all right, go on, get to the end. Let's fight fucking Steppenwolf. But, you know, for the trailer, I'm excited. Just, and hopeful. <laughs> Just the League isn't going to be, like, awesome. I feel like it's going to be like, oh, it was good. Come on, you don't, you're not giving it a fair shake. You don't know that. A third of the movie's been written or changed by Joss Whedon. So even if you don't like Zack Snyder, and I think Zack Snyder had all the intentions to do with the thing that Joss Whedon came in and did for the last third, but like even in the first trailer, it was still humor. Like they were they were still trying to go in that direction to try and that like humor it up. felt rather awkward. It did, and that's my that's my other thing. Like I feel like that scene was definitely Zack Snyder, and the newer scenes, like the scene with um. 
the, the Flash and Bruce oh, Wayne at like, the end. Oh, with, like, that's awkward. And then he disappears. No, 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 no. This, this trailer. Or this one? Where oh, the, bat, yeah. the bat signal? Yeah, I liked it more. Where it was like, oh, it's your signal. I mean, it's sorry. the bat signal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that feels more like Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Like, just how it's directed, how it plays out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Buffy. Yeah. There you go. I did your Buffy reference for that oh, episode. I got, I got plenty of them. Oh, oh, God. Bitch. I tried to stop him. I tried to cut him up in the past. Buffy's in the news this week. Oh! <laughs> I don't need to do a segue. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, just a, and I guess a couple of things that I didn't understand in the trailer. Like, um, uh, how they're turning. Are they turning into parody? They are yeah. turning. Like, you saw, like, Whoever that was, like looking at the sky, like ah, oh, and then you see his face. Yeah, like, turn yeah, into turning. Into yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what the. That's what I thought at first. I was like, but I didn't. Because uh, that's a lot of parademons that you see. So I'm like, is the whole world turning into parademons, or is it just like? How does it spread? Like, is I mean, it's anti-life. With well, I, as far as life, I know, at Dark Side, his anti-life equation drives people mad. It kind of mm-hmm. brings them under his control. But it's usually some kind of like transformation that has to take place. Like they, they'll capture you. And take you back yeah. to the ship, but then and the- they reprogram you. Not like you drop a like a parademon bomb and you become mm-hmm. a parademon zombie. It's not like like not at that. one point in the trailer we see like a circle of dark shade like spreading, spreading like in the forest or somewhere like that. So it mm-hmm. almost looks like it's like a virus or disease spreading. I don't know. It's like bird, a parademon flies over you and poops on your shoulder, and then ah! you become a parademon. No, no! <laughs> I got the disease. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird, especially if it's like that easy to turn into a parademon and the, how you the gonna, league doesn't you become gonna a parademon. Yeah, like, I don't know. We'll see how it works out in the actual mm-hmm. movie, but confusing. And also that one scene where Flash like snaps his ankle or something. Yeah. Like nobody talks about that, but I'm like, that no. looked painful as hell. Yeah, like, he, like tripped on a st- it looked like he tripped on a step or something. Yes, yeah, that looks like somebody broke his legs. He just, he just tripped. Yeah, he just tripped. That's, yeah. that's exactly what it looked like. Clumsy. So maybe it's him first learning how to run into the suit. Oh, clumsy hmm. Wally. Clumsy Wally. Barry, because <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean Barry did on the show. He, he he fell he fell a couple times. Yeah, when he's yeah, first but this. So you're telling me that like wearing armor somehow changes the way he runs. That all of a sudden he loses ability to like control his speed and everything. No, I mean, I, no. I mean it makes you heavy. It makes you heavier. So it could just be him being clumsy, like just him being new to his powers and trying. Because he remember that one scene in the other trailer where he says that he doesn't really fight. He just push people. People push yeah, people right. and runs away, so maybe that's him trying to do like a you know, like a football like dodge. Like he's trying to like to dodge a, like an attack, and he does it too hard because he never really tried before and breaks his leg or something. It's like in Bleach, like he's doing that little dance in the air. Your oh, references are so obscure. Well, and <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> we got another trailer to talk about. Are we done with this one? Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next trailer. Let's talk about Pacific Rim Two or Pacific Rim <laughs> Uprising. <laughs> You didn't see Pacific Uprising? No. What? Turn off the podcast. <laughs> Watch it right now. Oh my god. It's like a porn. Oh, it's so porn. Good. It's so good. But it doesn't matter where you came from, who believed in you and who didn't. This is our time. This is our chance to make a difference. Let's get it done. That's what I'm talking about. They've evolved. I need to wipe out your whole life. Y'all remember me? Y'all remember me? 
think I could get used to this. There's something you need to see. Well, he's pretty big. Buy everything you've got! This movie is fucking epic looking! If you had a childhood, how do you not like big robots fighting like this? If you've ever seen any anime, this movie should give you an instant boner. Yes. <laughs> and if you're a girl, it gives you a lady boner. That's how you do a Transformers movie. Word, <laughs> 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 <Or>, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so now that Michael's seen it, I would just think of the trailer, Michael. Transformers! Robots in disguise! <laughs> That was, gave me all the Power Rangers Transformers yeah, feels. That movie was the look all, trailer looked awesome. And I'll be honest. And the, the song choice, I oh felt man, it. Felt oh. it better, yeah. Well, not just that. Like, I, I, they mix in uh, "War Ready" by Vince Staples and Tupac and combine it in this epic. Because neither of those songs sound anything like in the trailer. Like they remix oh, it really? for the trailer. Oh. Yeah. But together, "War Ready." Already, oh my god, this is so fucking awesome! So, it it kind of gave me uh feels of the that Wonder Woman trailer that we both liked. Yeah, it's like that driving oh, that bass makes you want to just like, go, song. yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. So tell me, be honest though. I know my answer. I'm gonna hear yours. Is this better or worse than Justice League trailer? I was better. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm like everybody's going crazy about the Justice League trailer, but I'm sorry, it was Tupac was in Pacific Rim. <laughs> Get it on till I die. I was like, oh my god, it's going so hard. Yeah, I'm ready to see giant robots fighting monsters. Did you see the first movie? I did see the first movie. Did you like the first movie? I love the first movie. Okay. See, I thought the first movie was good, not great, but still better than the Godzilla movie that we got like the I think either the same summer or the summer prior. I don't remember what summer. No, I had I turned my surround sound on. Thirteen. I went to the theaters for it. I went to the uh, theater for it too. Yeah, yeah, it's giant robots. You gotta see it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I didn't see it. I only watched it like because you got because you brought it up on. That's yeah. right. And I was like, oh, really? And I was yeah. like, I have the DVD. It's just sitting there, and I just haven't watched it yet. He yeah. was like, it's go watch it. <laughs> I mean, there's no Charlie Hunnam in this movie, but fuck, who cares? Or Rinko Kukuchi. That's what I'm disappointed by. Mako. Yeah, I was I like, wish, where's Mako? I wish it was Mako and. Uh, John Boyega rather oh than oh my god I think yeah that would have been awesome. yeah it's Eastwood Eastwood's son is like yeah. the, the co-star in this mm -hmm. but I would rather have been Mako that would have been amazing remember how like Mako was so badass in the first one she should have been the, the main training. character of the first yes. one yes but you say you know the white guy the white there guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> cause she had the most like she, the most emotional through line of the story with her and Idris Elba's character yeah because as she was little you know like there's kaiju that was powerful it was so I yeah it should have been those two yeah, as but because this is now it's uh, John Boyega coming in as Idris yeah, the son. son. Yeah, so I understand. You know, like in a way, that is um. So I wonder Marco's how bro brother. Yeah, I wonder how they're gonna explain brother, so. explain him away. Yeah, because they explain her away rather. Yeah, not even that. I would go the other way. They never mentioned him having a son in the first movie, so it's like she was yeah, like his adopted daughter. It's uh -huh. weird that he had a son <laughs> and, and he adopted, adopted her daughter. daughter. Well, you know how they do the retroactive things in like the sequel because they weren't because there wasn't gonna be a sequel because they. Yeah. The, the original didn't make enough money, but the Blu-rays and stuff sold. And, and international. Like, yeah, and streaming and all that stuff. Because Japan's like, what giant yeah. monsters? Japan and China, yeah. like, they bought mad. Like, it did really well in those yeah. countries because they appreciate Mecca. Mm. Like, I appreciate Mecca. But even more so than... Yeah, so now they're oh, wait, what? It's making money? Okay. Greenlight a sequel. Yeah, but even more so they have Mecca then because then they could have, like... A relationship you like he died but like i was his adopted daughter uh -huh. you're his son like they could bond over that but yeah, you know, know maybe the actress wasn't available I maybe 
Neither here nor there though, because this looks fucking amazing. And I think it's funny that this is Idris Elba's son in this, and he had, he like got his father's speech powers. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that speech had me. I'm like, That's yo, ge- this is like the Independence Day speech right in the trailer. <laughs> That's genetic now. <laughs> speech <Yeah>. power. <laughs> he hey, passed down his speeches to his it son. Could be, it could be a quirk. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful speeches. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Because when he was delivering that, like we have to fight, we're canceling the apocalypse. Yeah, over the music. Yeah, I, I was got, like, I got the feel. I got the feels. You see, like this is what I should have felt watching Justice League. You're absolutely right. You are and absolutely you right. You wonder because you didn't ask me. I rate the trailer passable. You're right. Okay. You are absolutely right. Okay. There's no reason Justice League shouldn't have got me as hyped. Yeah. Because this is like Black Panther levels of hype. Yeah. Like well, that's, why, that's why I said I like this trailer better. Yeah, okay, I'm just. So you right. You know what? I've settled. Now, okay? okay, all right. Okay. I admit it. I've settled for DC. I'm like my expectations were here. I'm gonna lower them. No, so I'm happy. I deserve <laughs> certain quality product after all the money and time that I spent on this. I deserve something. So. The quote unquote DCE, you better give me that shit. Tupac? And they are gonna meet like, <laughs> You better give me Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, That's what she that. wants. <laughs> Get it on till I, I die. Because, <laughs> oh my God, when that, he's dodging the missile, you can see John Boyega. Look at the missile pass him. Yes. And also. It's remember, robot a robot. I know. Remember that scene like where like Boyega's robot actually gets on his knees, flies, and you know, cut the side of the other robot? I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Is it like are the robots working with the the aliens now the kaiju because like they you see yeah some the of last the scenes, kaiju they look like there's kaiju in robot armor so is it do you think it's possible that like eventually right now because kaiju's were supposed to be like organic beings but now maybe if they beat certain robots maybe they absorb the robots and use the parts well they say they evolve in the trailer but then it uh-huh. cuts to that scene where it looks like one's regenerating yeah. and that giant one appears yeah so it makes you think that's what he means by evolution but remember the kaiju are being sent by aliens basically mm-hmm. from their dimension so, so maybe the aliens oh shit remember at the end of the last specific room where gypsy danger fell into the dimension with the aliens and uh-huh. then self-destructed what if they recovered the mech no! and then reverse that's engineered it up. to make their own Jaegers to make their own Jaegers basically maybe so they actually made a Jaeger out of like the old they made like their own Jaegers like their Kaiju Jaegers basically to fight the human Jaegers then do you think the last Kaiju transformed the, 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 it was I don't know if it was like recovering or like it was like submerging from the water like uh, that, ro- that that robot looking the one um, that looked like kaiju. it was yeah putting with the mouth together. and everything yeah do you think that is uh, like Kaiju um, Jaeger that you were just talking about? Or I thought that was like else? the giant one. I thought that was the one that was like super huge. The mm-hmm. whole team of Transformers go to fight, which is so Power Rangers. <laughs> when, they, when they were like, when they all lined up and each of them did like their little move, it was like, well, that's a big one. I was like, yeah. Each one took out their weapons. Yeah, shoot, shoot everything we've got. I'm like, yeah, shoot everything. <laughs> I was hyped. <laughs> like stuff like that makes you feel like a kid again, where it's like it dials you back to like being twelve and you're watching like Saturday morning yeah. cartoons. I was saying there needs to be a sequence where all three of them merge together. I thought they were gonna combine like Megazord. <laughs> Once again, like they did better Power Rangers than a Power Ranger movie. Yo, somebody was like, "Yo, why do each of those Zords look like more of a Megazord than the <laughs> Megazord did?" <laughs> like they do. Each of those robots look mm. more like a Megazord. But, Different colors too. Oh my god, Uprising! I'm so ready. John Boyega. And he deserves ha- it. Yeah, he does. What's the date on it? It's March? Is it March? Oh, I don't remember. It's 2018 far ahead? Sometime. Yeah, I know it's, it's 18, but... Oh, yeah, it's definitely 2018, but I, th- I think it's early 2018. 
boy, ready. Boy, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> I think it's out of February. I think it's, no, it's not February. No, it was February, but then they pushed it for, uh, for uh, cause Black Panther. March twenty third. Yeah, so March. Yeah, it is March. That's right. That's gonna be the month where all the black people things happen. <laughs> They're like, whoa. Pacific wait, Rim, <laughs> Luke Cage season two, <laughs> yeah, Black, black Pan- Panther. <laughs> this is y'all month. <laughs> don't ask for nothing else. Yeah, don't ask for nothing. Else. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's talk about some uh, the, the TV, the new TV that dropped this week. Let's talk about the Gifted. Oh, y- your face is making a thing. Sorry. Um. Apparently, Mako is coming back. She's gonna be in it. Was that Mako marching with white suit? The white, the, the Asian lady. It was too short. I couldn't see her face. Oh, in that one scene where like yeah, Charlie Day's in there and they're all walking. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't then I'm still I'm more mad. She should have been in the pilot co-pilot seat. <laughs> yeah, because it says she's. Oh, that was so dope. Because she never hooked up with Charlie Hunnam. Like if her and they should have. By together. the way, like remember like the way they're like sparring and everything. I'm like that's sex right there. No, I'm <laughs> glad they didn't get together. Like that's such a trope. It is. Yeah, it is. I know, but I also wanted. That's why I didn't like about Pacific Rim the original. It was too like the storyline was weak. The characters are pretty weak, except for Idris Elba. Almost everybody Michael else was weak. Michael wasn't weak. I thought Michael Charlie... didn't get enough time. It was all about Charlie Hunnam. He's his bland ass. Even though I like Jax. <laughs> he was. <laughs> no, he was the very typical. Um protagonist of you know this shonen manga almost yeah, every like, anime that outcast all of a sudden like he joins his project yeah. and he's so good at it yeah I've got a tragic backstory because my, better than my everybody brother else. died yeah somehow he's better than everybody else my brother died and we were awesome and I, I, I pilot the only old mech that has like an old engine or whatever and like the action was too slow like I don't know mm. it was cool like when it was going but like a lot of the scenes like the like, long punches and stuff like mm. I just need it sped up and this new movie looks like that so she is in it. Okay. So maybe that was her. Maybe she'll make an appearance. That'd be awesome. All right, let's let's get into uh, our other reviews. How about The Gifted? Two mutant kids almost took down a high school gym. My family needs help. Those are my kids. What? Those kids are mutants, and we help mutants in danger. People have been fighting this fight for a long time. And now it's our turn. We will fight to survive. So let's talk about Game of Thrones. I know. What you mean? I don't know. And also, there was yeah, they did. They did. The ringtone. The ringtone. Yeah, that won me over. I was like, all right, gifted. I see you. I've been asking for that in the X Men movie since day one. By the way, Confirm. Wait, was I singing Spider-Man before? You did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> a little bit. I thought it was kind of funny how both of you actually mistook um, Blink. With Yeah, she looks nothing like Blink. Nothing at all. So how dare you? <laughs> Again, I read it. I don't remember what she looks like. I just read an article that said it was the same person. I don't remember. X-Men movie was done by Chinese actress Bing Bing, whereas this one is done by Korean actress named What's Jamie name? Chung. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what she looked like. Jamie, Jamie Chung. Chung. Yeah, no, the she's other one. Uh, Bing Bing something. Her name's Bing Bing. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. But yeah, yeah, when I'm you showed me the picture, I was like, yeah, they look nothing alike. No. But yeah, Jamie I mean, Chung, I know her from Once Upon a Time. Yeah. I also know she was her from she was Mulan. Hawaii. No, that's not that's not the that's someone else. She's um She was gay Mulan in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, she was. And she also she enough. was in the Golden uh the Golden Fist, uh the film by Tarantino, the one watched it. Who? Golden Fist. It's a film by Tarantino. The man with the golden fist. Yeah. Oh, no. Isn't I'm that with uh, the RZA? I've never seen huh? that. Isn't the RZA in that? Yeah, I think so. I've never seen that. 
Have you I not don't seen know. it? I, I could be totally wrong. I, I've been wrong a lot in this podcast. <laughs> I think it's like the, maybe three or four Tarantino movies I've never seen. I think it's The Man really? with the Golden Fists with RZA. Anyway, whatever. Point is, X-Men kinda. How did we feel about it? Because we were making... Keep in mind, this is the movie that we saw the teaser of before in Humans. <laughs> and we're like, oh, this looks like crap. It's going to be generic bullshit. It's Fox 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Brian Singer yeah, Especially first. like the what very the first fuck? trailer started with the with the suburban kids. Mm, they're like, oh, Which oh, I'm great. like, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> uh, pretty white kids with problems. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> looked amazing. Yeah, Compared first episode. To Humans. I'm sorry. Maybe it's because we watched in Humans before. My dude. I agree so much. The fact <laughs> Speaking of words, the so third good. episode of Inhumans, I didn't even watch it. It came out? It came, I didn't even watch it. Ew. <laughs> Why do they bother? <laughs> <laughs> it should be like an hour block of just like, does anybody care? <laughs> yeah, just, just dark space. <laughs> yeah, it would have been better used to the fucking time of the network. But I mean, speaking of like things that are better... We're talking about Star Trek later too. Yeah. Star Trek did space better than humans and gifted did powers better Far than humans. Better. So what, what did you Why do humans? Why humans exist? But yeah, the gifted looks great. Like in the even in the first scene with Blank escaping the police. Yeah, yeah. That looks fantastic. Like that looks fantastic. Overall, whenever they were using the ability, like it looked I wouldn't say believable. It's more like it's something that I would expect from like a from movie. movie. It was a movie quality, yeah, exactly. They, they put effort into it. Yes. Yeah. And they also use powers that you could kind of get away with those kind of things. Like mm-hmm. mostly like energy-based powers or like practical things like stopping bullets. That's mm-hmm. kind of easy to do because just wave your hand kind of. I also thought it was kind of interesting. Um, what was the girl's name? The silver girl? The white girl? I don't remember anybody's the, name the in this. The, the white girl. Which one? <laughs> You're talking about the, the main the, the character The blonde girl. girl, yeah. The girl with like a conformed barrier. That's yeah, the I don't, I don't white remember. girl that you actually really see in this whole I was going to say Polaris. Not Polaris. No, Polaris. Not Polaris, no. It's, yeah, it's I don't, the, I don't remember, any, I don't remember anybody's name except for Blank, Polaris. The people with powers. Yeah. I mean, the people who are actually like X-Men characters. Yeah, Thunderbird. Like, I don't, we don't know who the main character and main yeah, character's brother is. Yeah, I don't remember who, the, is. I don't who the family is. Who's the main character? Is it the brother I, or the sister? It right? has to be both. I, th- I think it's both. I think, yeah, I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's more so the brother though, because he showed that this, usually it's always the po- the one with the hidden power. So like at the end, dark he destroyed all those uh, machines. He was like the only one that could. He just he really got mad. Yeah. But even like the, the way she was using her power, like I thought it was very interesting. Like her power is to make barriers, but then she actually used it in very creative ways. She can use the defensive yeah. power offensively, uh-huh. basically. That means she's smart. Yeah. And the effect was cool. Like it looked like bubble wrap. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It's they explained, interesting. They explained it in a way where like she can she mushes the air together essentially uh, and so that's what creates the barrier it looked kind of like the bubble shield in Halo but yeah let's, uh, let's talk about it I, I don't play I never because this is very I mean let's talk about the general plot of the gifted I mean it's X-Men mutants are on the run fear this is, takes place in a world where it might be connected to the Brian Singer's universe it might not be but the X-Men have basically disappeared they, yeah I think it's an alternate universe you think it's an alternate universe I think every fucking X-Men, <laughs> every X-Men related thing is an alternate universe. I mean, they have, like, I mean, okay, I say like they're on the run and Brotherhood and the X-Men don't exist. Yeah, I was going to say, because, yeah, because it takes place now. Conveniently, the Brotherhood and mm-hmm. the X-Men aren't around. Yeah. Wow. So what a, happened? So a nameless and licenseless group of <laughs> mutant refugees <laughs> are basically banding together and taking in, but they're, they're acting like Xavier's school of, of X-Men, but without a school. They're basically mutants on the run. They got rid of Xavier, the most powerful psychic. Like, what What? What happened? What happened? They it could be Logan it. World, where he messed up his brain, destroyed the X-Men mansion, and now Logan and yeah, him are on the run. it takes place now, before he's old. <laughs> yeah, what year was Logan in? Logan is like 20, 
40 or something like that. It is? Yeah. Logan oh. takes place in the far future. Really? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got all the names. Okay, good. But uh, the the story takes like revolves around a brother and a sister who discover they have powers in the show, and their father. Okay, their father is a um. What is he exactly? He's like a lawyer. He's yeah, a I think he's a, yeah, he's, he's a prosecutor. He's a prosecutor yeah. for mutant. For like, like against mutant, more likely. Yeah, against mutants. Yeah. So the oh, the irony is his children are mutants, which get discovered in a, a Lauren prom and Andy kind of thing. Strucker. 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 That, that's Strucker. Not Strucker. I remember hearing that. Strucker. I was like, Strucker? Striker? Baron Von Strucker from Winter Soldier? <laughs> I, I was thinking Striker, like, you know, Weapon X from kind of no. thing. Strucker. But it's like, why, why we, make it so I close? <laughs> but then it becomes a, a thing where the kids are on the run with their parents because they all get mixed up together in this this big X-Men-esque. It's, it's an X-Men, guys. It's every yeah. X-Men Central plot ever. Oh, yeah. I, I like seeing Amy Acker, though. And Amy, Amy Acker, Acker she, the, she, the wife. Yeah, the oh, wife. She played Fred on Angel. She did well. Yeah, she played Fred slash Illyria on Angel. That was that's Fred. That's Fred. Yeah. Oh my God, that's why she's so adorable as a do- <laughs> as a as a mom. I'm like, this mom, she does well. This this mom is good. I can't tell. No, that mom was really annoying. You thought she was annoying? She's I'm like, you're really bad at doing your job, mom. Look, I've seen nah, that. I disagree. TV. Like Fear of the Walking Dead. As a I think the father's mom. more more annoying than the than the than the mom. I agree. I like the mom. She's the one I, I like. father better. Really? Why? He was a dick. Until yeah, he, he was. was a dick to who? To everyone until his par- he realized that his kids were, were mutants and he was just like, okay, well. When was he I'll being a dick without doing his job? Like when he was talking to the principal? Yeah, he was being a dick. He was I hate a- people like that who just like, like they throw out their, their dick. And first of all, I hated that. The first scene with the privileged white suburban kids, he's talking down to the black principal of the school. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> You're telling me. Okay, okay other <laughs> than. him of all his integrity and, and power. Like, <laughs> If I'm talking to the like, school faculty about the fact that my kids are being bullied and they're telling yeah, me, you I know get. what? Oh, I'm going to put with- all the bullies and kids together in a fucking room. I'm like, you know what? No, you're not doing that. So I'm going to do my job as a parent to protect my kid and I'm going to tell you that you got to do something about it unless I step in. Dick, do it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I agree. It. I agree with you, Jamie. Nah, he's a dick. <laughs> no, I think he was just being really, was it really necessary for him to like throw his like power around? No. no. But did he get his job done? But I, I mean, I like, I like, him, I like the mom because the moment she found out he her, was ki- the moment she found out her kids were mutants, she was like, "Rotted dot, let's like, well, you should have told me, like, let's go." But then with the father, it took him a little while to go. All right, yeah, I don't no, know. But like we said, that's I, that's every X Men thing. Like you know, what I mean, like so, like the plot, even though it's generic in terms of X Men, they did it well. Like it was at least executed well. They had great effects. The characters were at least interesting, and I don't remember most of their names. <laughs> My man with light powers, I, I kind of liked him. Eclipse? The fact that he had that's I, his the fact that they had they had the, the little um, Easter egg of the X Men theme at least shows me that they liked the series. Like they yeah. had to have some respect for the fans. Yeah, that was that was that was a cool moment. Yeah, yeah. Getting chased by Sentinels, but they're police officers, or like the Sentinel group. But then you find out that there actually are Sentinel robots, kind of like what seems like maybe early prototype for future Sentinels. And I'm glad they expounded more on his power. Granted, you know, light powers, you would think obviously duh. But at first when I saw, I was like, okay, yeah, he's, oh, a he's a flashlight. Oh, he's a flashlight. <laughs> what the fuck? But no, later on, you see yeah, how you he's saw, like, yeah, using laser and. So it's like light. You can burn people. Yeah. Like literal. Yeah. Yeah. Light. And you 
like a light and magnifying glass if you focus it too long or you just focus it you can make like a heat beam mm-hmm. so that, that, was, that was cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, kind of he's, he's, he's hand clops hand clops <laughs> So once again, another way of them using the power in a very creative way. You know, he's not just a flashlight. Yeah. If he like focus on it, like if he use like X amount in a very small way, like you know. Yeah, like when he better. threatened the dad, if you don't yeah. tell me, I'm gonna burn I'm gonna your flesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, once again, though, I wish that the the main characters were a minority, just because like it, intro would blink and it seemed like it could be her story. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're just to follow her, mm-hmm. I feel like she could have been the main character rather than these kids, which is like I feel like X Men, not man. just Zenith. not just blank, but the the older X Men, the group. Yeah, I would I would like to see. Granted, they are the main characters, but it's gonna really focus on the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the older the older mutants. I don't really care about the. That's the only notch against this. Granted, I'm still interested in that story, but I'm less yeah. interested than the older group. Especially since his power, like the at least the boy's power is so generic. It's just like, oh, I'm super psychic. Like, all right, so you're as strong as the plot needs you to be. Basically. Yeah, you're basically, you're basically a Jean Grey. Type. Eventually, it's gonna take the turn where you know a lot of like his trigger of using the power is anger. And that's gonna backfire eventually. And someone has to teach him how to use a part properly. They're gonna go through the arc. You, no more Lincoln Park for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He was freaking out on that vending machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yo, Whoa. chill the fuck out. Yeah, I hate Doritos. <laughs> but even then, like, there's a random humor on that yeah, scene calm too. Down. It's like yeah. after, after he breaks the vending machine, like they're running away, but he comes back and grabs a bag of chips and runs again. I'm like. Yeah, they even yeah. have humor in this, so like it's, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say because any... who wouldn't have done that? I'd be like, oh shit, let's go, hold up, yeah. <laughs> let me get my skittles first. Oh, <laughs> Might as well, right? <laughs> but yeah, so what's our rating on this? Like for the first episode, we've come a long way <laughs> from uh, talking about it, shit talking the teaser, especially after seeing humans. My God, <laughs> low more than passable. Low more than passable. I give it a solid more than passable. Yeah, I also give it a solid more. I'm just more than passables all around today. <laughs> yeah, I give it a solid more than passable too. Because I just, oh no, but perfect vision that fucking Pacific Rim trailer is not getting twisted. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we did a rate that. Oh, yeah, that that's that. perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect vision. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, more than passable for uh, the gifted. Especially since it, it was better than I expected. Like it, it actually. Oh, it definitely is way better than I expected. Expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I'm skeptical of my own rating because I'm comparing this to Inhumans a lot. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. Well, we gave that like Magoo, so. <laughs> well, no, you gave it a you Magoo. Gave we Magoo. gave it a passable. We gave it a passable. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, that's right. A, did we give it a low passable or just low a straight passable? Low passable. Slowly getting poor vision, though, because after watching they the They raped gifted, us for money, too. At least we didn't have to pay for gifted. <laughs> like, we got held down by the IMAX. It was like, we're gonna fuck this money out of you. After watching <laughs> the gifted and Star Trek Discover, Discovery, like, my rating for Inhumans is, like, dropping. Like, very steadily. It should steadily. always be at the bottom. It's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, let's, talk, let's talk about Star Trek Discovery on that note. Great unifiers are few and far between. Such leaders will need a profound cause for their followers to rally around. Context our fleet command. We have engaged the Klingons. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to save all of you. Michael Burnham, welcome to Discovery. I mean, Michael, you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it yet. 
but you know me and Jamie watch it, so we're not gonna get super heavy in the, in the details. But I, I mean, I guess we won't spoil it. No, I mean as a non Star Trek fan, I I really liked it. I don't mind. I don't care if y'all spoil it. Go ahead, because it's been a it's been like a what two 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 weeks a week yeah. since it came out. You can you can spoil it. I don't care. I how long has it been that? It's not really anything to even spoil to be honest. <laughs> like it's not really any plot points I want to talk about. I mean I liked it. <laughs> I'm not a Star Trek guy at all. Oh. so the fact that I enjoyed it that much. Okay, I mean, I have the summary is that um, 10 years before Kirk, mm. Spock, and Enterprise, the USS Discovery discovers new worlds that life forms as one Starfleet officer learns to understand all things alien. Mm. And now we have two main casts, which is done by Sony Michael Byrne. Like Michael Byrne. Burn. I, like, I like how you just skipped Sonequa Martin Green. Yeah, like, like, Sonequa. Sonequa. No, because I can't because it's. I had to click it. So uh, read that it shit. got cut. <laughs> it got cut. It's racist. racist. It. I'm, I'm, not reading this black, I'm not reading this black man. <laughs> Says she two guys who confused two completely different looking Asians. I didn't look at her. I just read the article. <laughs> She's right, though. <laughs> And whereas I'm literally looking this, looking at this on the phone, and all this is her first name, and the Wait last name gets you, cut. You don't know if it's Mako. You should be able to look and tell. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So what were, we, what were we talking about? <laughs> I liked it. Ah, she's giving me this evil look. <laughs> uh, that's the Jamie look at the room. I know. I'm gonna fuck you up. I know. That's the look. She's off wow. like she's about to hit me. Wow. <laughs> you bet. I will hit him. Um, but um, we have two. Well, originally we only have one main character because eventually the the captain, not captain. Um, fuck, what was the title? Captain Starfleet. Yeah, right, captain. Yeah, it's captain. captain and your you know number one. Your number one is your number two. Was it always number funny. one? I feel like it wasn't number one before. Like it wasn't. I I know that Picard said that all the time. Make it so number one. Again, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but even I know that. Point is. Synopsis of the story is just that you're following. It's a prequel to the original Star Trek, so Captain Kirk and all that, and it's it revolves around the number one of a ship. Mm -hmm. uh, what's her name? I don't even remember her name. Who? Michelle Yun? No, the black girl. Um, uh, Michael. Fuck. Hold on, Michael. I can't find her last name. I'm terrible Michael. with these names. But she's the uh. A human girl get uh, adopted by. She was adopted by Spock's, Spock's father. father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's funny too because they do flashbacks of her childhood with Spock's Michael father. Michael Burnham. Okay, I that's mean, her name. Her name's Mike. Oh, Michael, Michael. Burn. Yeah, Michael. Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mikhail or something. <laughs> First officer of USS uh, Shenzo. Yes. Um, her flashbacks. She looks like uh, a Vulcan. Like she has like the haircut. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna live on Vulcan, you have to have his hairstyle. <laughs> Or you'll be shunned. Uh, for the record, she is referred to as number one to honor the character of the same name portrayed by Mahel Burnett in the original Star Trek pilot, The Cage. Okay. So I knew, like, it's not the, it's, it's just to honor the person who was the same, who, honor the character who has the same name before. It's not the official title. you said in the title. pilot, I'm confused because Picard says it all the time. Yeah. So it's not the official title on the Starfleet. You don't call it's the first officer. Oh, it's first officer, but then it's a nickname. So is only Picard one. and this woman call somebody. Yes. Number one. Number one. Okay. 
weird, but they do it, and it reminds me of Picard. So, <laughs> you know what's really for is for me, the casual fan goes, I know what that is. I've seen that before. <laughs> and they do a lot of that. There's a lot of like little earmarks of like Star Trek from the past, like um, to get picked up in their ship in the first episode. They they literally trekked through the sand of a desert planet to make oh, the yeah. symbol of Star Trek, like you know the the fleet. And it's like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> they do like the live long and prosper right off the bat. They do all those little Star Trek things. But then at the same time, they do have an interesting story with, with uh, Michael. Yes, Michael. Because she's not, I, they kind of characterize her in the shade of gray. And I think they did it because to emphasize that she was, she's a human, but raised by a Vulcan. Yeah. Hence, a lot of times she's learned to not to look at, any kind of emotional aspect of the argument or situation. So sometimes if you do that, you tend to, sometimes you tend to ignore moral. Mm. And I think that's a way, eventually this whole arc is going to be about Michael learning how but to balance her logic and Vulcan and human side. Mm. And because eventually that's the reason why Michael was um, told to join the Starfleet. Yeah. To learn the human, to embrace the human side of her. But it's important to that, that that character drama is there because I am not that interested in the political and cultural drama that took place in the show. I'm just not invested like that. Well, Klingon and the yeah, Vulcan, Klingon, Klingon and their and culture, Vulcan. and like they have like a whole religious cult kind of sect, mm-hmm. like of their of their culture and how it interacts with Starfleet and. I don't know. That's up to me. Like the, you don't the like isn't that Star people. Trek though? That's like the essence that of Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. But that's, like Star why Trek. He did, that's why he doesn't like Star Trek. And that's why I love Star Trek. Yeah. But they do it at least in a way that it does move fast enough that it keeps me interested. Because it, it bounces back and forth between the, the aliens and their drama and the humans and their drama. Mm-hmm. So, Like eventually, um, Hambo, um, portrayed by Michelle Young, she was the captain of the Starfleet um I forgot the name of the Starfleet. But eventually she, it's not a spoiler, she dies. Like everybody knows. She dies and then by doing so, there the, the arc of Michael starts. And then I suppose from there she's She didn't going even die to, in this. In the, she didn't die in these first two episodes. It ends with my girl, the black girl going to jail, which is hilarious. It's you like, hear missing. I said Hamburg died. Michelle Young, the Asian woman, died. Yeah, she didn't die. She died. Oh, she did. She got stabbed in the chest at the end. What the fuck are my you talking bad. about? That's right. Now I remember. We were joking about it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, she's going to die. No, she's yeah. not going to die yet. And she died in the first episode. Yeah. And what I thought was gonna happen was she was gonna actually become something. Like she was gonna just take become the captain. Yeah, but, but no. the twist is, <laughs> I don't care that you're right. You're going to jail. <laughs> we had like, to, um, you know, like put Michael at the very bottom, bottom, and she's gonna learn how to crawl her way out of this misery, and then eventually learn who she is, learn to accept her human side. So I see what they're trying to do. But that's what's different. The fact that they're sending the main character to jail in Star Trek, mm. like, it's like I've never seen that. In yeah, because even show. Kirk, a lot of times when he, you know, did a lot of mischief and. He made a lot of mistakes and incidents. Never went to jail. Yeah, how come he never got written up for like sexual harassment? He was fucking like everybody on that ship, and the aliens he would meet. Oh, how's that okay? <laughs> Nobody reported him. Cause Kirk. In a world where the dude from Honest Trailers got reported for sexual harassment. Oh yeah, got, right. Like, it's that, funny you that brought news? that up. It's funny you brought that up because I was just looking at that. I was like, should oh, yeah, I talk yeah. about this? You should. I was should like, should I talk about, about this? Yeah. Like that's probably, I was like, that's probably too deep. No, so I was like, not, nah. Not. And then you bring it up because yeah. I just I just closed it. I was like, I'm probably not gonna bring it up. But overall, um, plot was interesting. But I think, like you said before, Jordan, is that um, they did 
space great. The effects are amazing. <laughs> They're so good. The effects of like the them just going through space, them on different planets. The armor, the Starfleet. I yeah, said the, armor. Yeah, the practical stuff. Just like the the makeup on the aliens. Aliens. Like it makes compared, humans compared to <laughs> Klingons to what was that green alien who died? Uh, Triton. Triton. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, comparatively, they look like a really bad cosplay. Like, I'm not even a good cosplay. A bad cosplay. Uh, We're just throwing some green makeup. I'm an alien. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no son no you're not Clean like all the effects are on point in this show like it oh my god if you side by side the moon scenes or like the 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 pullout of um what's the what's the uh Attilian? what's the city called in humans Adelan? Adelan. yeah the pullout scene of Adelan oh shit versus any of the spaceship or space scenes in star trek it would look like a ps1 game compared no, to compare, a ps4 game <laughs> compare the scene of the moon versus the inside of starfleet Oh my god! You mean the ship? Like yeah, inside the ship? The inside of the ship. I'm like, mm. yo, it looks like a, like an IKEA room in the humans compared to Star <laughs> Trek. Like, I'm like, yo, this is not okay. You guys were this should be in IMAX. Like, given the hallway scenes of um the Star Trek, they're all white, but I never felt like the set itself was cheap. No, it's the lighting. It's the the set design. The it's not even out. just that the color. It's the design uh-huh. of the, the ship. Whereas Adam, like, no matter where I went inside of the castle, like it looked crammed and cheap like cardboard room yes so would you agree with that would you this should have been an imax absolutely oh i would have loved to see this it would have been the deserving stars yes all the stars the shit battle like shit all battles, that stuff when she actually maneuvers through all the all the rocks like yes. that was interesting yes I, that, I liked it all right so what would you rate it i would actually rate this as more, uh, more than passable high more than passable I'm going to give it a solid more than passable again. <laughs> Everything's more than passable. Yeah, very content today, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Easily, easily how impressed. In- <laughs> how, how, how interesting. Well, all right, so let's move on. What we got next? Anime with Jamie. Hey! We talking about Jamie? So, since we have no My Hero to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> And also, I've been watching anime on my own, but none of you guys have seen anything. We've watched some anime. Yeah, we, we watched some anime. Dude, we talk first. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick her out of her own topic, her own section. You know what, actually? No, let's get, let's no, 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 no. I want to start with... I know, I really want to because eventually what I'm going to talk about is three episodes, so it's going to take a while. Oh, Rick and Morty? Yes, I'm because I'm covering Rick and Morty. Okay. And also, I'm going to talk hey, a little bit about... Hey, we're covering two episodes. And yeah. also... <laughs> I'm actually going <laughs> to list up the new anime that came out this season because fall 2017 season just started and there's some interesting animes that I want to like throw out the titles. Some of them I have watched, some of them I haven't watched. So if, you, you know, if you're interested, then you should definitely check them out. But for now, let's hear Michael and Jordan talk about the shit anime. The best anime. Right? <laughs> let's Go talk on. about Dragon Ball Super. Come 
it's your childhood. Yeah. No. Well, not her childhood. That's well, why yeah, not her childhood. That's why she's not shackled to what? it. Like no, us. first of all, no. Dragon, Dragon Ball Z Ball was my childhood, but this... Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. But this... I don't know what this is anymore. It's super. No, I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want it. This is not... I'm gonna, I separated Dragon Ball Z and everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the theme song, but all I can think of is my hero. Da, 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 da. That's what's in my head, but For that's Dragon not Ball Dragon Super? Ball. Yeah, that's not Dragon Ball. No, that's Dragon Ball Z. Na, na. Yeah. Oh, you didn't, didn't you say Dragon Ball Z? No, Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Na, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Na, How do you know what we know? Why do you know what we know? You don't like it. And you don't watch it. How do you know? It's like, I hate that show. But she likes the theme song. She got it on her ringtone. Her question rolls like the whole queue of like all the episodes. You sent Jamie a text message and Dragon Ball Suits theme song comes up. I know the, and it's funny because they actually na, 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 played the theme song, which I love when anime does it. Oh, but they played a remix of the theme song in the fight with Jiren. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this shit is kind of cool." What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I know the song because I'm traumatized by it. But it's so fun. That, I give you traumatized. You sound traumatized. You look like you were jamming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opening didn't hey, do shit da, to da, me. Da. It's a shit anime, but opening is good. Same as you know, Sword Art. I hate Sword Art, but I like the opening. Go on. <laughs> I feel like she's condescending to us, right? <laughs> she's patronizing us. <laughs> talk about your shit. Anyway, we saw Dragon Ball Super. She's like, I'm the real anime person. You talk about your basic bitch. <laughs> your yeah, basic you bitch. You guys are basic bitches. And the thing is, that even my basic hero is on break. I need something. <laughs> I'm telling. There's so many animals you need to watch. Everybody was talking about it. That's why I was like. We yeah. should probably bring it up because it was like all over my timeline. I'm be honest, I had forgotten that New Dragon Ball had came out this week, but then you reminded me, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't even know, but every, like it was everybody posting it. Like, oh my god, the new episode! And it, I read on a thing on the news that it broke Crunchyroll because everybody's trying to watch the newest two episodes. Because they've been cock teasing this fight for like the last year, like a literal year. Like when did the, the yeah? So like Crunchy, start? yeah, like Crunchyroll went down for a little bit because everybody's trying to log on to watch it. All right, so we need. So some- I was like, okay, we need to bring it up. It's in pop culture, so. We need some prehistory on this because we've been watching Dragon Ball Super. What episodes is it in now? 110? Yeah, 110. 110. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> that's like three times the amount of My Hero so far. <laughs> and that's Dragon Ball Super. So, not even talking about how Dragon Ball Super started, but just this arc. Do they even do, I don't even think they do seasons. I think they're just. It's just straight through. It's just straight through. I, I mean, don't it's think kind it's... of arcs because like there was the. The, the retread of the movie arc. We yeah. retreaded the, the, the Frieza battle. The, free, the Resurrection F. Resurrection X. Resur- Resurrection F. Then they oh, re- no, no, no. God, battle of the God, Battle of the Gods. Battle first. of the Gods. That was first. Yes. The, with Beerus. Yeah. Then there's Resurrection then F. Then Resurrection yeah. And then, well, first of all, when they started the Dragon Ball Super anime, I was like, oh, dope. They're going to take it from Resurrection of F and move forward. Then it started. I'm like, Wait, so we went back in time to start before even Battle of the Gods started? Mm-hmm. So how's this going to work? And meanwhile, it feels like filler for the first like 10 episodes or some shit like that until you get into the Battle of the Gods retread. But then I'm like, this is And even like then, like, they weren't the same as the movie. No, like, the movie they was cha- better. They changed it. To me, the movie's better. The action was better. In fact, it was less, it took less time to do the same thing. Yeah. And they just padded it out, it felt like. Pretty much. Well, that's what Dragon Ball is good for. Granted, no. they've gotten better with it. Have they? 
a little a grant with with this tournament, not so much. No, this tournament's still going on. It's been a year, bro. <laughs> but then we get to the so it, that was when Super. I was like, I gave up. I gave up right away. Like once I realized that Super, when it started, was just going to retread the movies. I was like, and it looks worse than movies. I'm like, fuck this. What's the point? Why would they do this? Why would they milk the Dragon Ball Z fans for like every dime they're worth? You son of a bitch, Toriyama. <laughs> I mean, then, people are still into it. I know how. <laughs> My friend, Char- our friend Charlie, he he's super into it. Why? Then and still, I'm like, how? You're he's a loyal delusional. fan. You're delusional. That's what it is. Because I'm sorry, when it comes to tournament <laughs> arc, she's <laughs> in the corner like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> because when it comes to tournament arc, it's a very you have to be careful with with that trope because it's such a trope that. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball started the trope. <laughs> and it started, and the thing is, you know what? They've been using this for way too long. And the thing is, at this point, She's when right. it's a tournament, what's the risk? Like, what's at risk? The, the, universe. the universe. Do you feel the threat watching it? Uh, so anyway, then... <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. The thing is, when it comes to tournament, I should feel the tension. I should feel what should be accomplished. I don't feel anything watching it. It's like, mm, another episode about... Well, yeah, but part There's of it is because it. well part of it is because as as it stands right now the universes that have been erased we've never we don't we never spent any time with them no. we don't know who the fuck these we people are we learned about them in the and the, the, before yeah, the right before they get erased they yeah. did a bad job of pacing because you know what when it comes to tournament Naruto did a good job of covering all the side characters who are in the tournament that who doesn't necessarily win the tournament but we used to care about their losses. That's how did you, you did do you, tournament. Did you even jump my, to our even, topic to tell us that we ain't shit? Yeah. <laughs> is that what just happened? Well, no, Anyways. but I'm saying, I'm, I'm agreeing. Even my hero, like when they do a tournament exactly. arc, that's you spend you time do. with the characters before the tournament. It. The point of a tournament. Look, we, we haven't gotten... I wanted to recap the other things about Dragon Ball but oh, up to the tournament before we start out the tournament. Thank you, Jamie. You're anyway, fine. then we get to the Goku Club arc. <laughs> God damn it, you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. So then we get to the- so after they retread all the bullshit from the movies, then we start getting new stuff. And it started with, I think, the Future Trunks arc, where Future Trunks comes back comes again. Comes back, yeah. Well, that was cool. That was a cool idea. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. We're, we're revisiting the Future Trunks from the Cell Saga? Fuck yeah, what's he up to? But then it just seems like there's no connection between the Cell Saga Trunks other than talking about it. But he doesn't even look older. He looks younger than he looked in the Cell Saga arc. So like, it doesn't feel like I don't have any connection to this Trunks, really. Did you feel that way? Or just me? Uh, I, I don't pay, I don't necessarily think he looks younger. I mean, he looks the same. He looks the exact same. Really? To me. To me. Really? Yeah, he looks the exact the same. The trunks and maybe like, it's also the art style. Look like he, or it doesn't look like he aged or he looks the exact same. But like no place. time, like no time passed, That's even weird. though time did pass. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and his hair is blue, not purple. It's weird. Yeah. I don't understand that. It was blue in the original. So they take that awesome premise of bringing Future Trunks back, and then they add more onto it with a whole Goku Black arc, where it turns out there's a Goku in the future killing people. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then they do, they just, they just drag it out. Like, did you like the Goku Black arc? Like at first, that's what got me back into Super. Like, I didn't care about Super until the Goku Black arc, and I just the, the mystery of it got me back in. Yeah, at first I did, but then it just, like you said, they dragged it out, and then it just went, it went to weird territory where it wasn't really Goku. It was yeah. it was a Supreme Kai that took, dimension. On, yeah, for, that took on the form of Goku from a wish. Yeah. So he had all of Goku's powers, but yet he became something that Goku can't become. He became stronger than Goku. Like Goku individually, he became stronger than him. Yeah, with, like, pink, the, with pink hair. By the, yeah, by the end of his fight with Vegeta, by the end of all their fights, it was 
Goku Black and Vegeta and Goku fighting before the fusion crap started happening. But them together still couldn't fight Goku Black. He started creating like dimensional rifts with like an energy scythe and shit. It's like what the what are these powers? What the fuck? And then it ends with like the over the top what well blue Vegito. But then Trunks wins. Ha yeah. ha Trunks and it's weird because they the way they just this is the thing that annoys me with Dragon Ball. Like, the power scaling is so off. It makes no sense anymore. It makes absolutely no sense. Like, Krillin is able to keep up with fucking Super Saiyan Blue. How, Sway? He's like, like strong as gods. Master <laughs> Roshi is just as strong as, like, all these other fighters in, in, the, in the tournament. Yeah. And it's like, so why the fuck wasn't you in the fight? Like, why didn't no. you fight Cell? It's like, you're this strong. <laughs> why weren't you in the Cell games? Where like, were you when Boo was killing the world? <laughs> Where were you? You got eight. You got turned to chocolate. They just stood there defenseless. According to this, you use strategy. That's what they say all the time. Strategy. It's about it's about experience. No. Since when? Master Roshi, like, he's the strongest I've ever seen him. Now it's just about breaking limits. Like, everybody yeah. just breaks their limits. It's just like, what? But how? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what exactly? I, we'll, get, we'll get into that afterwards. But Yeah, so I agree Jamie just shaking her head. <laughs> I just because I literally hear you guys trying to defend this show so much, and the thing is, this is I'm, not, I'm not defending it, but I'm sorry, it's I'm kind of defending like, it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I look, this stuff is stupid, but you know, I'm trying to hang in there because Dragon Ball is by my childhood. I was gonna look, say it, it hurts because, like I said, Dragon Ball is like the only anime I've watched straight through, like every single episode, and I own like Dragon Ball. All the seasons, I own all of Dragon Ball Z. I even own GT, which I hate. But yeah, I own all the DVDs. So it's like... Guys, you have to realize this Dragon Ball Super is not Dragon Ball Z. At one point, we lost all Dragon Ball Z. This is a whole new different anime that's repeating the same arc. No, no, There's no. no development. Goku's hair is blue now. It's different. There's no character <laughs> There's no plot. There's no character development. Well, we're red for a little there's bit. There's no cards yeah. that they go for. And the thing is, we are. The more we watch this, we realize that Goku is an asshole who doesn't give a fuck about. Oh yeah, anyone. Goku's very problematic. Yeah, his English in, dub in was terms way of, better. In terms of super, he's become very problematic. We're, we're not talking about dubbing and subbing the voice actor. We're talking about him. As I a am because the dub actually changed his character motivations. Like whenever he has his like speeches in the dub. It's always about like goodness triumphing, triumphing over evil. And Super is just about like, I want to fight strong people. Yeah. At one point, I just skip. I mean, we're already basically there. After the Goku Black arc, they like, because of that, they introduced the other dimensions. And there's some bullshit with like fighting people from other dimensions for a little bit, like hit and stuff. And it's funny because I say all this, be sorry, but uh, no. like, not necessarily shitting, but, but stripping apart my love for Dragon Ball Super. But it's funny because. Before the podcast and before Jamie started her anime corner and me watching more anime, like you mentioned Dragon Ball Super, I'm like, oh yeah, that shit was awesome. I love it. Oh. But now that I'm watching more shit, I'm just like, this oh. is shit. I'm, sorry, I'm just staring at oh, this. He's so so it's your fault. <laughs> that's what happens when you watch good quality anime. That's what happens. I blame, you get to, I blame her. You get exposed to good pacing, good plot, good character development. And there's such thing as arc. Goku has which, no arc. But look, look, look. Super lacks. All of that. What I was going to say was skipping for, because after the Goku Black arc, they get in the, the tournament arc, basically, and you find out like all the dimensions are basically being played with by God, and they want all the dimensions to fight, and only one of like, what, seven or something? How many is it? They're uh, actually in the tournament. I don't remember. I think it's nine, a, ten. I think it's 11, because I know there's a universe 11, and I don't know if it's like one, two, three, four. No, because one, two, and three aren't a part of it. Yeah. 
because they're too strong. So I think it's like nine or eight. Yeah, something well, like that. Whatever. Point is, now dimensions are at risk. Only one will survive of the weaker dimensions. But talking about there's no being no arc. <laughs> at one point in this new episode, someone asked Goku, "What's he gonna do if he wins the tournament?" And we within the tournament. You get the Super Dragon Balls, mm-hmm. which grants you. If you think Dragon Balls grant you a good wish, Super Dragon Balls grants you a super good wish. I don't know what yeah. that what means. Is it? <laughs> Basically, there's no limitations it can in do your anything. wish. It could do anything. So someone asked him that. I like what the Dragon Balls is a limit. Mm-hmm. Like, True. You can only be brought back to yeah. life a certain amount of times, or whatever. Yeah. Or they can't like some somebody made a wish like I would I want you to destroy Vegeta before he comes when Vegeta was evil. Yeah. I can't. That exceeds my power. You know. Something, yeah. But there's so, no so you limit. Do to, anything. Yeah. There's no limit to this. Which one. is stupid because it's like I want to be God. Oh fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> but they ask him what he wants when he wins and the first thing he says is maybe I'll wait for something for my son or my wife and I was like okay there you go and, and the then, very and next and thing he says is or maybe I'll wish to fight somebody stronger I'm like oh, what are you doing <laughs> this is the hero he, he's a terrible father he's, he's a, a terrible, terrible human being <laughs> Go a terrible through. friend, terrible husband, like terrible Vegeta, dad. and I get terrible. it. Like they, they, do, they talk bad. about Saiyans being they're driven by battle. That was always Vegeta. Vegeta though. is a Saiyan, and even he's a better parent. Like he, like when Bulma was pregnant, and yeah. and Goku went to him and was like, "I need you to fight in this tournament." He's like, "I can't because my wife's about mm-hmm. to give birth at any moment." And Goku's like, "So you don't need to be here." Yeah, and Vegeta's like no. He's a fuck. better person. Yeah, Vegeta's like no. Fuck you. I'm gonna still no. My wife's about to give birth. I'm not leaving. He don't give a fuck about his family. Goku don't give a shit. He does it. He does it. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I think um, Dragon Ball Z um, Bridge does a better job of portraying and explaining who Goku is better than Super. Because they make him seem just stupid. So it's like, but not not like, a, like he's just stupid. I mean, like he seems actually yeah, like he has a mental. Naive. Yeah. So it's like if you actually have a disability in terms of like you can't, you know, you're mm-hmm. actually dumb. It's like you can forgive some things, but you know Goku. Even though he seems naive, he's very naive. But in terms of battle, he's a genius. Yeah, he just seems he? like an asshole. But the dub, like I was saying before, the dub, everything he talks about is about goodness, triumphing over evil, and about fighting for the fate of the world. And like those are his motivations in the dub. But in the sub and super, nah. Yeah, like even in, even in like the during the Freezer saga, the English version where he does he does that epic speech yeah. before he, when he becomes a super to good nightmare, nightmare you, you. Yeah. like yeah. I am the hope of the world, y'all. That stuff. Yeah. Those weren't the the yeah, actual. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I like that better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you There's dick. only so much of like sugarcoating this character, and so that you can somehow convince yourself to like this and come like claim that this is a good anime. This is not a good anime. Gohan should be the main character. If honestly. anyone yeah. has got, if anyone has gotten character development, it's Vegeta. Yeah, and Gohan. He's gone through stuff. He's gone he's through gone. stuff, but he's kind of plateaued. But I think now. more like Vegeta. I think, I think Vegeta's arc was more dramatic. I don't yeah. think Gohan plateaued. I think he went. No, I kind of agree with you actually. He went stagnant for a while, and now his character is developing. That's what I said. Where it should have been just a plateau. But now he's not. Now he's actually doing what Gohan should have been doing, which is taking on the role of his father, becoming a strategist as well as a strong fighter. Yeah. But Goku's still around, so it's not about Gohan. So that's what the problem is. <laughs> it's like, no, you should be dead. Like you should just be. I, I kind of wish he died in this episode. <laughs> but let's, let's talk about these last two episodes because, like we were saying, the tournament's been teased for the last year, and the whole thing's been, yo, this is Jiren guy. He's the strongest. He's the strongest you've ever fought, ever. But my thing is, even thinking about this, before we talk about that real quick, okay. I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking about the future of the, the series. And I'm like, this is the prob- the biggest problem with Dragon Ball. It's like, 
the stakes are always so high yeah saving the world saving the world and it's always a stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger person now we're getting to the point because i'm like where do you go from here now we're getting to the point where it's not the world that you got to save it's the whole universe no no it's not just the whole universe it's all the universes yeah, it's but we only really care about the one i can tell you where they where it's gonna go from here you want me to tell i'm me? like so where do you go from af after this tournament is over where do you go after that i can map out the next like three years of dragon ball z for you and like Two minutes. Let me tell you real quick. Go ahead. So they've already built this, the fact that Jiren's the strongest ever. And first of all, I agree with you where it's going to go because like looking at this, I'm like, how many times did they use the phrase, he's the strongest I've ever seen? This power. Oh, my God. Like, it's all the same things that we've seen with Cell, with Frieza, with Boo, with Goku Black. Every villain is the same crap. So it's like, okay, another new strongest plateau, whatever the fuck. That's what I say. Everybody gets stronger. The new villain is going to be stronger than the last one. Or new, yeah. And that villain is going to be stronger than the next one. Yeah. And because of, like, the way powers work in Dragon Ball Z, there's no, like... Like in Naruto or like other anime, there's at least like some level of these abilities trump these abilities. In Dragon Ball, it's just brute force beats brute force. Like at the end of the day, it's just whoever's physically stronger is physically stronger. There's no like and faster. strategy or anything really. Really. Once the plot makes Roshi win somehow, <laughs> that's when the strategy's evolved. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to Goku, power. But look, they've already built in Jiren being the strongest right now. He's stronger, maybe even stronger than a god. They've already been saying that. Uh-huh. Average tournament. Win or lose, they built it in a way where Goku and the whole everyone's dimension can lose. If Jiren wins, he's a nice guy. He's gonna wish for all the dimensions to come back. They've already set it up basically where the Super Dragon Balls can do anything. If Frieza gets it, he wants to be a god. But if somebody good gets it, I don't want the universes to die. Oh, what a noble wish! Everyone lives. Now the villain's gonna be either the angels. Or one of those three other universes that they've already said are stronger than all the universes that are currently in the tournament. Yeah. So then now you have villains from those dimensions. Oh, fight. yeah. Goku's going to be like, I want to fight those other universes. Mm -hmm, of course. So then we're going to get, so however they do it, that's what the next villains are going to come from. Then after that, then we're going to get into some kind of like God storyline where those angels and that head angel are up to some kind of like, you know. The father of Whis. Yeah. yeah. They're up to some kind of like uh, the coup or something to overthrow God. If it doesn't happen in this tournament, it's going to happen down the line. And it's going to end with a fight with someone stealing the power of those two little God creature things and then goku's gonna ultimately have to fight that guy whoever that guy is either it's the father god or somebody else but we're gonna get there and then after that it's funny how they're not even like physically strong all like they just they just have the power to erase the universes but they're not like actually strong they're god mode strong like yeah. they're just like dr Manhattan, snap your fingers you're gone but you, of course you're gonna get to the point where that don't work on someone who's strong enough like a goku someone's gonna take their powers and yet Somehow, Goku is still going to be able to punch him in the face. So, it's not going to even make a difference. Because <laughs> it's Dragon Ball we're talking about here. Remember that? <laughs> so, that's as far as I know they're going to go so far. But it's like, you know, it's all going to be the same shit. There's not going to be any character development between now and then. It's going to be There's, the same. There is no character. Like like I said, the one that got the most development is Vegeta. But in terms of like, there's no character development in Dragon Ball. <laughs> like, the only thing that develops is the strength level. But at a certain point, like in the beginning, that's cool. But you can't even communicate. But at a certain that. point, once everybody can pretty much fucking blow up the destroy planets now. So it's like at a certain point, no, who can't? If you're who cares? strong as Beerus, if you're strong as the guys of destruction, you can destroy galaxies by just like doing that. So like everyone's that strong, but like Kamehameha like, yeah, when, like, is when still they, Kamehameha. Like, like when they no first difference. yeah, like when they first introduced Beerus, he destroyed half a half a planet by like doing like tapping on a desk. Yeah. And half a planet was destroyed. Yeah. So it's like they but they pretty much can all do that now. So it's like, what are the stakes? But there's no like I was saying there's no 
physical representation of how much stronger that is. Like, it's all nebulous of like, he's so much stronger. But like I said, in the, the day, a Kamehameha still looks like a Kamehameha. So it's like, even when you say you're so much stronger, if I looked at Dragon Ball Z versus Cell, it would look exactly the same as Jiren versus Goku in terms yeah. of like just the beam. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about this Jiren versus Goku fight. Hey, hold on, real quick. And, and funny enough, <laughs> you say, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I think about something. And funny enough, like I think to myself, yes, I get it. Which like shown in manga, everybody gets stronger. You know, like when it first starts compared to you know like the towards the end or whatever. But it's like. It's how you handle a fight. It's how, and Dragon Ball Z isn't built for that type of like combat anymore. Like it's gotten too powerful now, where it's just beam battles, bead and teleport battles. There's no real strategy in these fights. Something like My Hero, you can have someone like All Might have super strength, but the way he utilizes his super strength and the way the characters use their abilities to fight that super strength is what makes the battle interesting. Dragon Ball Z, no matter who the characters are, it's just light beam, light beam, but, punch, punch, but teleport, that, teleport, but, but punch, yeah, punch, well, teleport. But throw. yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. Like, what I was going to say is like, a lot of times these type of mangas, it's all about, you know, pushing past your limits and, you know, going further and becoming, you know, stronger than what you've ever been before. But a yeah. lot of, but the problem with Dragon Ball Super, at least I'm, I'm thinking about my hero, like, yeah, when All Might went 110 whatever percent of his That's power. That's a good comparison. That's he, exactly like, what happened in this episode. <laughs> he he did it, but like he went beyond his limits, but there were consequences to that. Yes. He shortened his ability to stay yeah. as All Might form. So he could have died at that moment. Like yeah, he he went beyond, you know, plus ultra Go beyond. You're but, talking about the Lim the consequence of using the power that's described as like he's so strong but when it comes to like a lot of shonen anime when it comes to battle and the ability a lot of times they have the standard Dragon Ball Z did at one point is that you know we had the power level when it comes to Hunter x Hunter they have different categories even yeah. when it comes to my hero we have All Might as a standard we see All Might and we know he's the strongest so when he struggles that like he has to use more than 100% of his power that we know that the opponent is stronger when it comes to Naruto we see the kids going through There's a different cap. stages They're exactly yeah. There's certain but even Naruto toward the through. end had the same problem where it was exactly. like where's the cap at we're fighting gods you didn't even watch Naruto, Bleach had but... that problem too so when it comes yeah. to like power driven anime if you don't set the rule in a very detailed way and you don't follow it then it becomes an issue because it becomes a re it's very repetitive it's like oh you are just in a really cool looking transformation with a different name but after all it's all the same yeah. what what i consider as um, dragon ball super is that it's like um it's like how teen wolf beca uh, became really bad like we became like every week we see different monster same arc, same consequence, same resolution. It's just different villain, but same resolution again and again yeah. and again. Nothing's changing. There's so no what? You change the no, yeah. hair color. So what? Did the character change? No, Goku is still Goku the same. We add new characters. That does that really change? Like he didn't a lot? learn. Like, no. It, 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 a lot of it has to do with like how Learning your plot is structured. Mm -hmm. Like Goku didn't learn anything. Yeah, that's the, that's the point I was trying to make. He like, never will. No. Yeah, like he, he goes. <laughs> There's he no lesson. You're awesome. That's the only lesson. Like you, you just keep surpassing your limits. There's like, and this new form, and when you get down to it, all it is is a plot device. It's just like so now. It's to me as the audience, I'm like, so should I ever be worried about Goku or anybody? Because now you can just you've written into your story that if you need to, you can just surpass your limits. Doesn't matter how big the gap is between who you're fighting and what how strong you are. If the plot needs you to, 
you surpass your limits. And it's like, what? Yeah, well, like I said, that's the point I was trying to make. Like, you go past your limits, but there are no consequences. Like, like, like I said, all my he went past his limit, but there was a consequence to that. And that's pretty sure he can't do that again. If he does, no. he's probably gonna die. It literally shortened. He said it shortened his ability to stay as all his all might. Yeah, but like, well, Goku, even Deku, like he the, goes past the, his limit, and that's it. Even like, Deku with his scarred hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's still every time they pan Deku's hand, he they, still has scars mm, on his hand. Those little details they make sure that they show us because or there's even, always or, has to be a consequence when it comes to power. Or, or even the engine. Guy, mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. The class class rep, Ida. Ida. Yeah, Ida. Or uh, when uh, Bakugo. Yeah, his leg. Fought for all my, like all my. He like injured himself trying to go past his limit because yeah. he didn't have the gauntlets on. There are consequences with Dragon. It's just go stronger. All right. Next, okay, I'm, gonna go, and I'm gonna go stronger than that. And it's more than that. You tired for ten minutes, even though this is like. First of all, this this has been like a year within this tournament. It is an hour tournament, or like forty five minutes, or something like that. We are not even halfway done in showtime of the tournament being over. I'm like, how? How is this tournament so long? Yeah, because he was like, we still have plenty of time left for the tournament. I was like, what? It's a 45-minute tournament. Why is this taking so long? (laughs) That's not the only problem that Dragon Ball Super has is that I get it. The setting itself is very surreal. It's That's why... It's uh, there's a genre of anime called slice of light. That's why I like those because usually that shows the daily lives and how the characters go through them. But even mm. not, if even if, if not, a lot of times anime since it's a media, there should be a message or a learning lesson that I should be able to get from. Naruto, I learned. Yeah. See, even Bleach, I learned there's something. Themes. There's like you know characters change, the status but quo gets shaken Dragon up. Super, what Allies am I supposed become to... enemies. You know all that crap. Like, what like... am I learning from Super that I can apply in my life? Nothing. Uh, Not a single thing. Absorb a spirit bomb and you'll become stronger. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Speaking of that shit. Speaking of that shit. Are we talking about the fight? Are we talking about the fight? Yeah, okay, we're talking about the fight. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right, what's up? I just re- I just re- realized uh, how the, f- like, the very first rule when they first introduced the spirit bomb was if you are good. Thank you. Thank you for saying this because I didn't It has no it. effect on you. Does he assume Jiren's like kind of an asshole too? But they even said when he fought Topo the first time that the Pride Troopers are, they fight for justice. Yeah. We Pride Troopers fight That's for justice. Very true, yeah. So it's like, so they're good guys. I didn't understand when he used that. I was like, but Jiren's yeah, not Yeah, I was bad like, guy. Jiren's not evil, so what the fuck? I thought they were going to say it, like, at the last minute, like, oh, wait, but he's not bad, Goku. No. Nothing. They it forgot. Just... Even like, Jiren, he should have touched it and be like, oh. Yeah. Chocolate? Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> Vanilla? They even mentioned that like Goku can't use the spirit bomb in his Super Saiyan form because it makes him like an asshole. It makes him like I want to fight, and even that impurity. Is that his usual self? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even that impurity is what makes him unworthy to use the spirit bomb in that form. So it's like he should have never been allowed to use spirit bomb. I mean, maybe back in the days, like yes, he was like. Yeah. But now. You lost that like privilege of using spirit bomb. And then it's like, that. and then it's like weird because I guess since they're so much stronger now, because I'm like, wait, it took you. You had to gather energy from like the entire universe to fucking destroy Boo. Yeah. So for Jaren, who's way stronger than Boo, you just needed like five, His five team. guys. Yeah. Exactly. For the ultimate spirit bomb. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we've gotten to the point where I think Frieza is as strong as everybody else in the universe. So <laughs> that's why I was like, I guess because since they're so much stronger now, like Frieza, Android 16, and 17, 18. They keep increasing the power limit to the point that the plot and the setting can't follow. Yeah. Absolutely right. 
This is what happens when you continue to show that should have died. <laughs> that should have ended. And it's got the, I mean, it's got that problem where like the side characters like Android 17 and 18 or somehow was as strong as Goku as a god. But yeah, but yeah, I felt like the fight was rushed. Like before he transformed, I just felt like, I felt like they were just like, okay, we need to get to the transformation. Let's hurry up. Really? I actually liked the pacing of the fight when it first started because it was like, you're going through your, like I, I, the explanation, and it felt like you still padded it out, but the explanation was a true martial artist has to test the limits of who he's fighting, so he's gonna like test him by building up slowly. And I like because I like Power Rangers. I like when Goku transforms now because he has so many fucking forms. He'll go from form to form to form mid attack, so it's cool. Is it different? Does that matter? Isn't it just he like doesn't even go Super Saiyan hair? three anymore? Because they made it seem like that form hurts you, like it, it drains your energy. But yet somehow becoming a god, doesn't, yeah. But I, don't, so I was gonna say, doesn't blue drain your energy? They made it seem like that's like because like when he formed into Vegito, like they were lit, Vegito like for like two seconds because it was like it's too much drain on the energy. Yeah, but I mean, um, remember Ultra Super Saiyan where he got really buff? They treat yeah. Super Saiyan three like that now. Where what like it it's a it's a strong form, but it drains your energy too fast. Whatever. I don't know what the explanation is, but point is, I like we went from Super Saiyan Super Saiyan two to Super Saiyan God. And Super Saiyan Blue, and the speed of that exchange, I was like, okay, which this is, is a fast-paced which fight. Which is actually called Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, that's too much. It's too much. <laughs> but it, even then, it's still the thing where like Dragon Ball has this terrible habit from back in Dragon Ball Z. They still have it in Super, where they cut back to the audience explaining to me what I already can see happening on the screen. Things like my, and now that you've seen My Hero, you you understand like the difference between like a My Hero fight. I say, what do you mean? Like, like explain what they'll cut back to like Krillin talking to Beerus and Beerus and Whis talking about like what Goku's doing. Let's let's theorize about what why Goku's fighting the way he is right now. What it's like it'll just be like Goku will power up. He'll go through all the motions of a fight like by powering up through his forms. It's like I get what he's doing. Like they've already established that the forms drain him of his, his energy, so he conserves it. But they'll cut to like a five minute explanation from Krillin and the gang talking about exactly what I'm already seeing. Same thing when he transforms into his new form. And they kind of, they, they take like a 15 minute aside <laughs> to explain what we think is happening here. How is it? Do it after. You're bringing up the pace of the fight. Ultra instinct. Yeah. They cut away. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> well, when they, when he, they, he does the new form, they, they play the theme song, but a remixed badass version of the theme song while he's fighting. And while I'm mid-amped, I'm actually like, holy shit, I'm actually being amped by Dragon Ball Z right now. Yeah, I was, I, was, I mean, I, yeah, I was amped by the fight. Yeah, I was talking about the fight, but specifically, like, in those moments, I was like, this is fucking cool. And, like, when my cock is still hard, they'll <laughs> pants my grandmother. Cock, really? I hate that word. I'm sorry, my dick is still hard. That's better. <laughs> they'll, they'll cut back to Krill, and I'm like, no, you're ruining this for me. <laughs> fight. Like, what are you doing? It's like, you have me. Why are you distracting me with just useless filler dialogue? That's all it is. It's just filler dialogue. And I'm just like, come on, guys. <laughs> this is not how you do a fight scene. Yeah, I agree. That was what killed me the worst. When like It was literally at the, the best part of the fight. Hmm, I wonder what's happening here. And they would go through everybody. Yeah, not just... every single... Yeah. <laughs> it went to Whis. It went to Beerus. It went to Krillin. It went to Roshi. Then it went to the head angel guy. Then it went to the uh, Zen, Zen Osama. Like, cut back to Chi-Chi. Why don't you be like, a yeah. Chi-Chi's at home. Like, then, it went to the, uh, yeah, then it went to the other gods. I'm like, go back to the fight. This is the coolest fight I have seen in Super ever. Yeah, that was... I will, I will say, that was the best fight in Super. It, you didn't watch it. Yeah, was that was cool. definitely the best fight because in, in Super. Because I watched anime for more than just watching cool battles. We'll talk about that. And let's talk about the fight now. Because, like, as I was sitting there being completely 
well, I was sitting there being completely overwhelmed by that those action scenes because what they do is a thing. It's not they they take it back to technique, and like Dragon Ball Z hasn't done that in and how long? We we're just talking about how there's no strategy in Dragon Ball Z anymore, but like the way they had Goku move once he transforms, once he absorbs the spirit bomb, whatever. However, that works. That unlocks his inner instinct, and they explain it at length, and it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Somehow, the energy he was absorbing, and his energy, like they they contradicted each other, and through that, he broke through his shell. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he achieved. He he was able to achieve a technique that even gods can't do. Whatever. Which bro. is why all the gods got upset. Yeah. It's like. So is he stronger than Beerus now? Like, how does that work? For that moment, I guess. And now his whole thing's been trying to figure it out, but whatever. Point is, they go through all those motions. And then at the end of it, like, he doesn't change. Like, nothing changes. Yeah, but, like, is he stronger than Whis? Yeah. But they do it, like, like I said, they do it through technique. Like, the way he moves. It's not that he moves fast. And we've seen they, people they put, they put, they, put a they put a last dragon. Yeah. He got, he got the glow. <laughs> he did get the glow. <laughs> he becomes like Neo for, for, for the whole fight. He's Neo where everything's effortless. And the way they animate it, it's like the way he dodges Topo's like energy blast, like the, the barrage of them, by kind of like just like kind of like shirking his shoulders, shrugging his shoulders to the side, like spinning around and walking away. Yeah. But by walking away, you see him like weave through the energy beams. He's walking. I'm like, oh, this shit is tough right now. <laughs> And you see him looking like he's moving, but he's not like, like it's kind of like when Weiss was telling him, like, your body has to move before your brain processes it. Yeah. So that's pretty much the form that he got. So you saw him look like he like he moved and he was he looked like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, even how it started where, like, he first appears and then he, you see from his perspective, like over his shoulder looking at uh, Jiren and he's like far in the distance. And then in the next moment, like, it, it pans forward, and you're instantly next to Jiren, and you see Goku's foot next to his head, and it pans out, and then you see that in slow motion that he had already teleported there by just moving. And, like, it's the way it's animated, how everybody looks at him as it's happening, and it's like, oh, now it's communicating to me how fast he is. Like, I haven't felt, like, you can see people teleport in Dragon Ball Z, but you don't feel how fast they are. But this scene made you kind of feel that. Is this me? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Come watch him. Like, why is it so dope? Like, why is it so yeah, cool the, right the, now? The fight, the fight almost brought back the the, the feeling I got when Goku. For, I mean, not Goku. When uh, Gohan first Super turned 2? Super Saiyan two. Yeah. Yes, it brought that back. But here's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, but I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm like, but <laughs> you guys praise it. I'm like, it's too long. This praise can't. You go made a great comparison. Long. Super Saiyan two. That was one of the last times in Dragon Ball Z. That was actually a story connected to that. It was connected to the story. Yeah. That that scene was dope, not just because of the badass transformation and then Gohan whooping ass on the Cell Juniors. It was because that was like the culmination of his character up until that point from all of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball. Well, all of Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Yeah. Because from the first episode of Dragon Ball Z, they tinted that Gohan had this hidden power. Yeah, when he took out Raditz. Yeah, and every time he fights... You see glimpses of it every single fight in Dragon Ball. So when you get to that point, it's like the now sleeper it's gone. has awakened. <laughs> now yeah. it's gone. <laughs> yeah, now it's gone. But back then, it was like, whoa, ready. Whoa, ready. I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. Same feeling here, but the key difference is what did this amount to? Nothing. Nothing. Go Goku just transformed. He did a cool transformation. And now it's over. Had a cool and he fight. Can't do, and of course, the last second, right when it looks like Universe 7 is going to, yeah, he's going to figure out some way to do it again. Yeah. 
I mean, there was no, but it, there's no Because Ava kind of hinted at it when he was like laid out on the ground, like, oh, I used too much energy. And Vegeta was like, just stay here. I'll take care of it. Then he just disappeared somehow. Yeah. I'm out of energy, but no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how did, how did he move? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Was this what was this episode number? One one hundred nine and one ten. One hundred nine and one ten, right? One hundred ten was transformed. What was the last time you guys watched and was like, "Oh, this is so cool"? This is the first time. Yeah, it's the first time. Out of hundred and ten episodes, this is the only time that you guys went, "Oh, this is dope." And even then, it was like, I can't. It was like I was coming. I'm gonna do you, Mike. I'm gonna give you like a dirty comparison. I was like, I was coming, and then somebody just slammed their hand over the tip of my dick. It was like, no, ah, I can't. They like they they pinched your dick, your dickhead. Yeah, the pee hole. Yeah, because it was like it was like I was almost there, but then reality came back. You said you were. You said you were. I was, but I was like, I didn't. I was like, it's over. What? And then when I started thinking about it, and they gave me so much time to think about it because every time they would cut back to Krillin and the gang talking about how cool this moment was, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I want to just see how cool it is. I love vulgar references. Yeah, I did for you, that's, man. That's my humor. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was, I want to see how cool it is. I want you to describe to me how cool it is. You know? <laughs> that's what ruined it for me. I was like, I'm out. I was in. You had, I was there. I was like, I was there. I was on, I was in the audience with Krillin like, yeah. And Krillin would just start talking. I'm like, yeah. yep. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm trying to watch this. <laughs> Did you know what he's doing right now? I think it's instinct. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> this is why I don't watch Super. I don't. It was so cool. Can we talk about how cool that fight was, though? Yeah, the fight was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Which had nothing to do with the plot, no. which won't affect the plot at all. But then the next episode, the which is weird because apparently Hit's going to be on par with Jiren, but that doesn't make sense because Goku had to achieve a new fucking form, and Goku was on par with Hit before he got the power, so now Hit unlocking a new... F- uh, well, he needs to surpass his limits, because that's what Dragon Ball does now. So. I mean, but he also has that time-freezing ability, so maybe he'll use that even though he couldn't use it against that other guy who's way weaker than Jiren. Yeah, he couldn't. I don't know, dude. The rabbit. I mean, Jiren was so like strong. Be- who looks like Beerus. Jiren was so strong, he bitch-smacked the, the Broly. The Broly of this universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a dude, like, when she went Broly, no one could stop her. Jiren just hit her once. And I was like, I'm done with you. And yet somehow, by just surpassing his limits, Goku was able to fight on par with him for a while. I don't get it. I don't I don't get how powerful was powerful. But goddamn, they animate that fuck of the, the and they fuck even, out of the fight. And they even said like he, it wasn't that he, it wasn't that he had a power jump. He had a dramatic. So I'm guessing Super Saiyan Blue and whatever this other shit is, it's like it's like this. Yeah. In terms of scale, because they said he didn't just have a power boost. He had a drastic power increase. Yeah. So it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> and I can't describe it any better than just how it was animated. I'm so like, I if they from, have that budget all the time. From now on, he needs to absorb spirit bombs. You know for a fact, though. And then it's even weird. And then it's even weird with that because this is the first time Dragon Ball Super, like, when he goes Super Saiyan, he does, like, a KO Ken. It's like, why did you do that against Cell? Why did you do that against Boo? Yeah. (laughs) They're all about power stacking now in Dragon Ball. But so, you know, you stack the infinite. Like, what's the point? <laughs> that, was, that was funny because that's a big revelation at first. It was like, when he was getting his ass kicked by Jiren, it was like, don't worry. Goku can still use Super Saiyan Kaioken times 20. Huh? He is using Super Saiyan Kaioken times 20. <laughs> oh! I'm like, he's a 
fuck who cares? And then why is and then times twenty, like when he first did KO King, he could do times fifty, times a hundred. Why is twenty the, if he's all about surpassing the limits, why is twenty the max? If you He could have did KO King times a hundred. He'll die or something, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> why? I don't know. But I mean, so, so in terms of his episode though, how how did you feel about it? Because this is what everyone's talking about. So this is this is Dragon Ball Super at its best. How would you rate it? <laughs> We've been talking about this for a while. We got passionate about this shit. You go for it. How would you rate it? This episode specifically, I, I would give it a perfect vision. Compared to all... Just for oh, that one battle. For that one... And not even the whole battle. Nah. <laughs> I would give the fight a perfect vision, but the episode... I was going to say, you can't rate the whole episode based on the one incident. I'm comparing this... Look, I'm saying this right now. This rating is on a scale. And by... Hey. This is the one episode in all of Super... 110 110. episodes the first one where I actually sat forward like holy fuck (laughs) holy shit for how long I don't know moments felt like eternity (laughs) yeah I was ready for them I I was over the love girl Ribrion that was stupid it was like just a play on Sailor Sailor Moon Moon. yeah I don't know but yeah I mean like I said she's still in the picture because she's fighting Vegeta yeah she got away how the fuck beat her and it kills me too like all these other than Jiren and a select other few characters, like the... Um, Frieza, the, the Vegeta. Frieza and his clone. The, not clone. The other dimension, Frieza. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a few well, villains... even he's gone. And even he's gone now. But there's a few villains that are like, I, I want to see fight. But 95% of the characters that they're fighting in this tournament are all scrubs. They're all characters I don't give a fuck about. They don't look cool. They don't act cool. They don't have cool abilities. It's just like, get on to the next fight. I don't care. So, like, even that is like, yo, what the fuck? So, like, I, I got to compare it to the rest of Super. And, like, for this episode to be so much better than all the other episodes. I take it back. I take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. There's one other moment that I liked a lot in Super. One. <laughs> but it wasn't the whole episode. That whole episode, I, I didn't like that whole episode. At least this episode was mostly fighting. But it was an episode where uh, Vegeta has a, a, a one-minute rematch versus Goku Black. And he beats the shit out of Goku Black. And oh, Dad, when he comes back, is like, yeah. Vegeta-sama! Yeah, and he's like, how? How are you so much stronger than me? And I wanted Vegeta to kill him. So at least he gives him character development, where it's like, he beats Goku. It's about time, yeah. But I, they didn't I, do I, that. I need Vegeta to have a moment. They didn't, but he, or but they somebody, him, like, somebody else besides Goku to have a moment. But they give him moments. Where they but defeat they don't, the villain. They don't, yeah, but they don't let him defeat the villain. That's what I'm saying. Somebody else besides Goku, I want them to defeat the villain. It's not a definitive moment, basically. Especially Vegeta. Because if he had beat Goku Black in that moment, hands down, one of my favorite scenes in Dragon Ball Z overall. But when he, he beats the shit out of Goku Black, and he's like, how? How are you? And it's like, because you're not a real Saiyan. Like, you just stole that body. He gives a whole speech, and he basically just summarizes with like, like... Uh, like I'm King Vegeta. Ah! I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Vegeta. <laughs> he finally did it. <laughs> but you know, then the next episode, Goku Black is like, oh, I'm stronger again. It's like, what? <laughs> what yeah, like, even Frieza, like he was about to beat Frieza, dude. I, I, I saw, but then Frieza blew up the Earth. I saw a, a fan edit of that scene where they have Vegeta give his speech to Frieza and then kill him. And it would have been a hand clapping moment in the theater if that had happened because it was yeah, so epic. Because if anybody needs to kill, because they have way it's more, him. they have way more history. Yes, Go, going back to his childhood. Frieza you killed just, my father. <laughs> yeah, Frieza destroyed their planet. Vegeta, Vegeta's kind of like Kara. He remembers planet Vegeta. Yes. So he should have had a moment where he finally gets to destroy Frieza, and they took it away from him. It's just bad writing. Yeah. It's. Uh, but yeah, for this episode, like I said, perfect vision. What would you give? It? Okay. Okay. I, I, 
for Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. So for this oh, episode, we're gonna give yeah. two ratings. For, okay. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> Damn it! I'll try to be positive. For Dragon Ball mm. Super Force, well, no, I'm gonna say for the show, I give this a perfect this episode a perfect vision. For, okay. For this show, okay. for like overall, yeah, I'll just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> let it, I know what you're gonna say, man. But let, let them have it. Let them have this episode. All the other ones we already know they're not that great, okay? It, but this episode. But it's like the next episode is another fight. Next episode is another fight. Next episode is they've learned fight. nothing. It's not like this is like the the turning point in the show. No, they have learned, like, and Jaren's still not even using full. Like Jaren's not even still at his full power. Like yeah. even when Goku went all out, you could tell he was using more of his power. But he still he even he wasn't even at full power. And why didn't Goku? Lose? You know what would've been nice? Like there was a moment before he comes back with a new form. They act as if Goku lost. It would have been so much better if Goku lost. Because then give the other characters a chance to grow. Like, even if he died, how fucked up would that be? How, like, Game of Thronesian would that be if Goku literally died? But then Jaren would have had, oh, no, no, actually, no. Because they said it was his own attack. Yeah. Because I was going to say, but then Jaren would have got disqualified. Yeah, no, it was like, no, he killed himself. He's his own attack. So, you know, Jaren wins. No disqualification. Like, that would have been like a jaw-dropping, like, holy fuck. Fuck yeah. moment. Yeah. And then from there, but see now I'm running a better show. Like and then have Gohan be I want to Gohan to be Jiren. Or Vegeta. Or Vegeta. I, I wanted to be Gohan though, I feel like this is his time. Like he's been on the out of this show for so long. Gohan should have been the main character. Now he's trying to sell. Yeah. But now he's kind of well, a I heard leader. Toriyama, that's the route he wanted to go. After Cell, he wanted Gohan to be the main character, but fans started bitching. It's and, so and, and the yeah, producer. Yeah, so they brought they brought Goku back. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. It would be way better of a show if Gohan teaching Gohan uh, Goten, like you know, following not but Gohan not becoming a fucking scholar. And yeah, but that's <laughs> kind of the problem you get when sometimes you listen to fans. Like Olicity was all about fan driven, and yeah. so then they pushed it too fast, and it kind of hurt the show. Or like heroes, they were like, "Oh, Peter's too strong. He should be on the, you know, he should be only have one, be able to absorb one power at a time." So then they finally did that in the show, and it was like trash. He's a regressive character. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, fans don't know everything. <laughs> Sometimes we don't I, even know what we yeah, want. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's, Rick and Morty. Let's, let's talk about Rick and Morty. <laughs> Jamie, we gotta talk about Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's still called Anime with Jamie. <laughs> oh, jeez. It is. It I is. Mean, it's like a half hour rant. Me, my. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I we talked about the enough. actual anime, so. <laughs> well, I like talking about something that matters, something that's worth talking. Mm. You guys can talk about trash. Touche. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the last three episodes. Last three episodes. So episode eight was called Morty's Mind Blowers. Episode nine, ABC's A Bath. And episode 10, Richorian Morty Date. Yes. So episode eight, Morty's Mind Blowers. So it was about um, them going into this place where there are different vials all around the room. And we find out that they were Morty's 
um, bad memories mm. all stored up and color coordinated, funny enough. <laughs> and I like how Rick is like, don't look into it, Maurice. <laughs> it's, it's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean it's not that deep? It is deep. And eventually, um, you know, we see some glimpse of a lot of bad memories. Funny, some of them are funny, some of them are really horrible, such as the one, you know, when we find out that Beth would rather save Summer over Morty. <laughs> yeah. She, she, did, she chose so quick. So quick, Summer! Yeah. Summer! summer. <laughs> what? <laughs> and also remember that, um, you probably remember Jordan. Oh, the, you know the, the body the invasion? Yeah, uh, the body invasion. There's oh, a warm that. in him, and then the family has to go, you know, we love you, and the warm's coming out. It's like coming out of his mouth. It's like uh, hanging out of his mouth. He's gagging the giant warm out, but yeah. then the family actually doesn't really give a fuck they about it. They just start it. roasting him. And yeah, roasting like, him. Yes. going back in. It's, oh, I'm sorry. We love you. <laughs> so the the purple vial was him forgetting something about his family fucking up. Uh-huh. Yeah. The red vial, well, I'll do that last, yeah. but the blue vial was because Morty fucked up, uh-huh. yeah. and then you find out the red vial was something that Rick wanted so him to Rick forget. To yeah. forget. And actually, you know, what? even like small things, like yes. like him, like what did Rick say that was like he pronounced it wrong? He pronounced, he pronounced the word wrong. wrong. Uh, oh, uh, gravel, great, great, gravel, great, no, great, no. great, great, no, great? it was something. I think it was something with the G. Oh, granite. Yeah, you take that. You yeah, take he said granite. He said, yeah, he, he said granite. Yeah, like like granite tile. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh my god, I can't believe you think granted pronounced granite. <laughs> Which I can relate to that because I used to say Massachusetts instead of Massachusetts. I well, say actually, granite. <laughs> I say granite. Granite? No, granite. Granted, I don't do granted because I don't do tea. Granted. Granted. Well, I don't think any. We don't say. I don't think we say granted. Yeah, we don't. Nobody but does. Take it for granted. Yeah, yeah take it for granted. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> granted. Uh-huh. But anyways, <laughs> and I think this overall episode. Um, I I love when Rick and Morty does the thing where this episode may look like something that has nothing to do with the plot or the character development or the revelation but this does this shows us a lot of things about the characters for example even the last vial that yellow the red means that you know those are the moments when rick um was somewhat embarrassed about whatever morty find out and i think in a way that showed that can be interpreted two ways first is that rick is extremely egotistical to the point that he cannot let anyone to see his flaw two maybe Rick really cares about Morty so much that he wants Morty to keep only good memories of him. Mm. So one is driven <laughs> by his ego. Two is driven by you know living up to Morty's um expectation of being or like perfect. Three, or yeah, perfect. perfect. Or three, he had a Morty at one point that went evil because he remembered too much about their adventures. Evil Morty. Yes, and actually, <laughs> I want to actually go there too. Is that we see that because eventually, um. Through Summer's realization, we find out that, you know, them going down to the basement and going through this memory, a mind blower, is a thing. Because to the point that we have scenarios of the cases. <laughs> but this is the only time they actually met scenario four, whereas Morty, um, Morty's memory gets erased. But not only that, Morty attacked Rick and Rick's memory is erased. So this is the only time that where they actually stood in the both same ground where it's memoryless. But... Morty fought back. Morty tried to fight Rick. And that's the first episode, first time that has ever happened. And it kind of shows the defiance in Morty. Man, he's fought Rick before. He's fought Rick in like episode one where it was like, I forgot, Rick was really drunk. He's about to destroy something. And Rick was like, Morty's like, no, no, Rick, I'm putting my foot down right now. And he's like, they're fighting the car. He's like, fine, fine, Morty, fine. 
Or but the, this uh, is this is different. This is a gun. I can't remember the episode, but the episode where he uh where where Morty gave him the or Rick gave Morty the gun that had the note like pretend to shoot yeah. me, but he didn't read the oh, note. Yeah. Read the so note. he was like, so yeah. he was like, you know, fuck you. He shot Rick. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, I totally read that note. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's more important because now we're watching this episode after hearing that there is a potential threat and danger of Morty being. Evil Morty, evil, evil Morty, and also I think yeah. um, this is right after the evil Morty. What episode. was the line quoted by Rick? Like, is dangerous for Morty's to be smart, or was it arrogant? Oh, um, ah, uh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, it's dangerous for Morty to have too much sass or something like that. Yeah, too much attitude. I'll explain like, when you're older. Yeah, and eventually we see Morty losing his temper more and more often and quicker. Yeah, he's he's become kind of like the adult while everyone else is like even the adults are kids. Mm-hmm. Like he takes care of Beth and Jerry a lot now. <laughs> but yeah, I like this episode. I like that episode a lot. Yeah. The I mind blower. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode was the ABCs of Beth, right? Where yeah. which was hilarious. They go to a like Beth's imagination world that Rick actually had created. <laughs> and we find out that his friend What was it called? Um, Fru- Fru- Fruppy Fruppy Land. Fruppy Land. Land. Yeah. And who was the what was the guy's name who got trapped in there? Oh, I shit. forgot his name. Uh, it was really common. It was hilarious that his, like, yeah, it was a really his dad common got name. arrested. It was a really like, common on, name. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was like death row for cannibalism. Can- cannibalism. <laughs> but then the dude was like fucking and eating <laughs> imaginary friends in the imaginary world. <laughs> And also, not creating only, this half human hybrids. Was, and they, I hope you, and I hope you, and you bear my seed. He's like, oh god. I mean, this episode not only that it was it was more than that. It was also Jerry hooking up with an alien, with an alien lady chick. who looks just like the alien monster that Jerry envisions Beth as in that one episode. They do couples counseling. <gasps> she, her face and oh. head looks just like the Beth monster. Oh my god! I and it's funny because that's the one part that. of her he says he doesn't like. He says he likes her boobs and he likes her two vaginas. <laughs> but Bless the, you. Yeah. Thank you. Face. But the face he says he has like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is there some kind of like, you know, subtext there? <laughs> like even he wow. subconsciously knows that that's the best face. Well, I mean, Jerry is bisexual. Wait, what? You don't remember? I remember um yeah. Sleepy Jerry or no, Sleepy Gary? Yeah, Sleepy Gary. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, remember that one? We never thought it, never bring that up Tommy. again. Tommy. Tommy. And also, the, the alien lady whom Jerry was dating was uh, Kiara, an alien highly invested in hunting. She looked like, or she moved like um, Liara from Mass Effect with the teleporting. <laughs> and you know, the one line that had me dying in this episode, where they come back and they're all exhausted from oh, the hunt. Oh, yeah. And she's like, uh, like, rest well. For, for tomorrow, tomorrow we, we will hunt. hunt. We will hunt. And, it was and like, then we will celebrate with a hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. First of all, we'll celebrate with a hunt. For tomorrow, we do a hunt. Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then we hunt. <laughs> and then she jumps off. It's like, oh, yeah, It's God. like three hunts. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> now, these episodes, we get to exp- uh, explore um, Beth and her nature and also Jerry's nature, too. Eventually, we both, we see their extreme... Like the darkest, like I guess, like something that we always kind of knew or saw but never talked about. For example, um, Jerry, um, because Jerry didn't have enough balls to actually break up with Kiara with the right reason, such as you know, you're not who I thought you were. Like I'm tired. Mm. I don't want to soul like, soul bond. It seemed cool until they start hunting. <laughs> yes, like powers. Yeah. his apartment was nice. Mm. But overall, you know, like because he didn't have enough courage to actually speak the truth, he sold his children. 
You mean threw one of the bus? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, using them as, as an excuse. Oh, you know, like, they don't approve of This you. season has been a lot about Jerry having to face his weakness. And this was, like, him having to admit to himself that he was, you know, weak for mm-hmm. that decision. But does he do anything? But, I mean, I see that's great that, you know, sometimes it's important that... He you, owned up to it. He, re, I mean, it's very reactionary, but at least he he constantly has to face and own up to the, the shit he's done. It happened the same thing in the um the the Jerry episode where him and Rick go out and they end up getting into a fight because Jerry sells out Rick and then Rick basically has him own up to him being like manipulative in yeah. his own way. Yeah. But no, this episode like how um you know Jerry eventually like uh Kiara comes after the kids. Yeah. And Jerry picks them up and Jerry finally, you know, like told them the truth and then they told Jerry to, you know, tell Kiara the truth. He had a time. He had an opportunity right there to correct it. He didn't. He said the same shit, and that's why they had to run in the car, and the car just got destroyed. Eventually, at the very end, very, very end, he told her the truth, and in the car, in the, in the ride back to the house with Summer and Morty and Jerry, that's when Summer and Morty actually drops the mission, and, you know, like, uh, the, the lesson of the day is that you are weak. And the thing is that even that line they had to drag it out of him and he admitted that he's as, weak as and there's no resolution. <laughs> there's no resolution to it. Like, I still don't see Jerry as a person who's going to work on his weakness. He's still the same person. It's great that you find your weakness, but if you're not going to do anything about it, you keep facing it over and over again. I mean, I think it's too early again. to say if he's going to do anything about it or not. He at least, you know, acknowledgement is yeah, the first, first step. Yeah, first step, yeah. First step is acknowledging and yeah. admitting. He's been acknowledging for how long? It's a long process, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, he gets rewarded for it, too. I was saying, well, not really. He's never really acknowledged. People have been calling him out, but he's never actually come out and say. It's just this season he's acknowledged it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for the whole season. But <laughs> but then, you know, the next episode, he kind of gets rewarded for that, kind of. Yes. By but Beth and together. Before but before that, there, this episode, Beth. by the end of the Fruity Land adventure, what happens? Um. So, what happens is that we... Long story short, find Beth snap. Because long story short, Beth actually goes back to Fruity Land to get Tommy out. Because when they were when she was young, she took her friend named Tommy and she actually pushed him in this honey pond. According to the play, yeah, according to allegedly. (laughs) And it turns out she has like psychopathic tendencies. Wait, let me me ask: How did you read that scene where she's he's going through all the toys that he made Beth and calls her basically this little sociopath? And like you know, all the toys like some of them are like weapons yeah, yeah she had a sentient knife and yeah yo that was uh, hilarious <laughs> let's stab Hello, people Beth. are we stabbing people today yeah. or like a whip that makes other people to like you yeah it was like like did you think that that was her like best explanation of like calling like you know asking for help or do you think that she actually just was a sociopathic little kid oh she no, she's sociopath. definitely a sociopath she's definitely sociopath. Yeah. she still is yeah because she kills my man yeah <laughs> she kills him she killed him and oh then... he gave you his finger really yes <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is eventually you know and then beth for the first time actually has to face her um identity crisis she's questioning who she is because now that she can't be whom she wants to be now that she's facing all the truth who is she and then am i crazy and then he goes worse you're smart because once you're smart, you see what's happening around right. the world and what you think matter doesn't matter. You're Rick's daughter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then ultimately, Rick gives her the choice. One, either you settle in this life for what it is and what's the role that's given to you. Or Rick makes a clone of Beth, which is going to act 
a function just like how she does. Watch all the TV shows and drink wine and whatnot. So which that comes back up. Beth can, yeah, <laughs> which Beth, so that Beth can run away and come back whenever she wants to and then turn off the clone with no, you know, guilty conscience. Which is really she, smart because it gives you ultimate choice. Like, exactly. It gives you, like, you know, it, people will ask you, like, you know, what do you want to do? But, like, what you want to do is confined by your restrictions and whatever your circumstances are. But if you were to take that, like, so whatever you choose still is a choice informed by the the constraints of your life, whatever your life may be. Whatever Even you, if your life is amazing, you still have some kind mm-hmm. of constraints in your life. But what Rick does is essentially you take all those constraints away and it forces her to choose choice. what she truly wants. And mm-hmm. have her really ask herself what she truly wants. Mm-hmm. Truly wants. Mm-hmm. And now without having, you know, the, her family and like what they think holding uh-huh. her back, now she's actually getting to choose. Focusing on herself. Yeah. And by, the, it's, there's a power when it comes to choosing. Yeah. Like it makes you um, go through your values and what you stand for. And also by doing so, you are taking the responsibility responsibility of your choice. And also you are some, you are obligated to be content in your own choice. Mm. And um, the episode actually ends with us not knowing what happened to Beth because the episode ends yeah. with, you know, Beth actually getting pizza with the kids. And then surprisingly she cheery. Hugs- very cheery. Yeah. She's even hugging Rick and saying, I love you, Dad. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. hmm. Fishy as hell. Mm. Which actually goes to the next episode, which was the season. Which they yeah. resolved, or not not resolved it, they but really addressed it, it yeah. way faster than I thought they were. I didn't think they were going to like touch on that again so quickly. I figured they were going to touch on it because the way the episode 9 ended was just so way too fishy. I know, but I thought they were going to like let that linger for like a couple like not more episodes. Well, this was one. season finale, so. Yeah. But I thought going into it that the season finale was going to be Evil Morty. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but because we we knew that a confrontation with the president, but we didn't know that president was yeah. our president. Which is fine. I mean, I guess, you know, save Morty, even Morty because he's like the dopest character. Absolutely. Yeah. So episode 10 was called the Rick Sherian Morty date and Rick actually has a confrontation with the president. Which is very Voiced by Keith David. <laughs> yes. Uh, so and the, the best like upset ex-girlfriend ever basically <laughs> basically um so long story short um president asked rick and morty's help for something it's kind of a sequel to get swifty <laughs> yes <laughs> um they call rick and morty they come in they goes away because they don't want to really deal with it because it's such a tedious thing compared to what they've been doing yeah you know, and apparently according to them like the president's been calling them all the time they just not they just never showed it yeah. i guess mm-hmm. And the thing is that considering like how many times that Rick and Morty has been um, saving the galaxy, like they can do some things on their own. Like you're, I love the word they're like you're an enemy to the state now. That yeah. means we can arrest you. And it was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we just assumed you knew that you couldn't do that like ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like the whole time, the president is getting mocked. Like the whole time, even um, when they're using the satellite to spy on them. Yeah. Um. You know, they're playing Minecraft, trying to avoid the president. <laughs> like, is this for people with, uh, uh, what does he say, ADHD? No. No, he said autism. 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 Yes. And people with, is this for people with autism? Why would you say that? Because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, and then eventually they have a quote unquote breakup because president is so sick and tired of the way um, Rick disrespects respects him. And also, Rick is just Rick. He's like, just fuck it. Yeah. And then it goes into a... I don't know how to describe it. Then just a chaotic battle. That battle was like almost as cruel 
and well, they they have like a long dick measuring contest before yeah, they finally much. before they oh, finally get to the fight. But the a lot treaty of, that somehow Rick made happen. The, in the Middle hilarious East, like, like 60s shrinking technology that the president uses. You have to take a pill to shrink. <laughs> you get you get incurables cancer from it. <laughs> oh man, your clothes don't even yeah. shrink. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Fuck off. And he goes. He actually, in the final, the president taking the pill and he goes back to the world. To goes to, like a little like miniature a society. Uh huh. already been there. He's like, yeah, he has a portal gun. Of course, he's already been here. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it? I yeah, think. and then it just ends in that fight. But then the most important thing being the uh, the Beth, Beth. storyline, where Beth is like hanging out with Summer, and through their conversation, kind of realizes that she's been she's really chill, like mm-hmm. unusually chill. And like, then she, yeah, Summer was like, "You're a different person now. I love uh-huh. this mom." Yeah, she showed her like a little like bikini outfit, and she was like, "Yeah, it's fine. If you have sex in it, that's cool." It like, basically, like, it looked like a Shirley's outfit from Archer. Yeah, yeah, it did. Very skimpy. Yes, and um. Beth finally hitting her, you know, like not knowing what she is, and she calls Rick. And even the way he answered was just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, why would he? Like, he was fine until the last thing he threw in, and just like, you know, if you're actually wait. a clone and you become sentient, I have to kill you. I was like, wait, what? Are you, pre- are you pretending to be okay with this so I don't kill you? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> she, ah! <laughs> and then what, what does she do to confirm whether she's a clone or not she goes back to Jerry she goes back to Jerry which there was a kind of adorable scene where he recreates the first date and then he kind of goes into des- describing like what he was feeling in that moment and he's like screw it lips don't sweat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been there I get really sweaty which is why I'm nervous my, my hands get yeah. my palms get really sweaty it's really gross yeah so like I, I understand Jerry <laughs> Sweat. He's like, that, I, that was my favorite moment. He's, he's like, oh, I hated that moment. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, way, to, way to kill my happiness. What was the exact um, line that she threw in? What, the, she hated that moment? Now she realizes that she loves him? She loves it. But it she, she realized that she's not love. the Beth that he fell in love uh-huh. with. Because now she remembers that moment but loves it instead. Uh-huh. Um, what do you mean exact words like exactly she said something about yeah. it doesn't Him matter simple. it doesn't matter at this no, point no, no, whether no. I'm a clone or not because the, the the Beth you fell in love with isn't the same woman I am today yeah she said something long so she already accepts the fact she's a clone even though it's not yeah. it's not yeah. certain yet but she's basically just like you know I love you for being so simple, simple. and devoted uh-huh. but that's I mean it's funny because those are the traits that you kind of knew twice. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's the kind of the traits that you knew uh Jerry she had my they had but also she kind of liked in Jerry to begin with because mm-hmm. remember again going back to the therapy se- yeah uh, episode, like the one the creature she created uh-huh. was a really devoted slug monster <laughs> <laughs> worship man yeah. a really meek uh-huh. devoted monster um where, where, where do you go from there? And but, then, it's, but it's funny because if you think about the all, the original universe that they came from where the, the, the creatures took over the earth, like it seems like their relationship is more solidified now that they be all they both became like Rambo. <laughs> yeah, but I mean because the things they've gone through in, at least in this universe have kind of humbled them both and kind of let them both reflect on the negative qualities. Like even in the, the, the last episode, uh, it was a, a cool parallel between Jerry feeling like he was, he's not evil, he's stupid, and mm. Beth isn't evil, she's smart. Like you could see why not only they're both attracted to each other, but they both reflect on the things that are, are negative about each mm-hmm. other and themselves. Um, Which makes them appreciate each other more, I think. That's what makes them appreciate each other. Embracing the difference. 
embracing their flaws mm-hmm. and understanding that they, they themselves are flawed. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, I think they're seeing the better qualities in the other person a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. Like, it, she just jumps right back in the bed with Jerry. It's like, we're starting our family again. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And, and they run away. They run yeah. away to the safe house, which actually some causes, like, because Rick calls Morty because overall, this whole battle started because Morty wanted a selfie with the president. And the president said, no, he's not going to take one. Yeah. And Rick goes, well, we're not leaving until you take one. Glad you understand. <laughs> well, so sure, the whole battle goes on. Oh, my then- God. The scene where the dude walked up to Rick and he died instantly. Oh, yeah. Like, like, don't, 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 do don't, don't touch me. You're going to die. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Drops he just dead. drops. <laughs> like, what just happened to him? Like, he's just death. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but there's no sound. There's nothing. He just died. It was like, yeah, it's called turn. <laughs> like, you could have just knocked him out. Like, everybody wants to be knocked out. Yeah. No one wants to die. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um. <laughs> so basically, Rick um stops fighting the president. He brings his gun to the safe house and Beth comes out of the house trying to convince Rick from not killing her saying some such thing as you know like she sides with the family because she thinks she's a clone and Beth abandoned her family and thus also abandoned her the clone Mm -hmm. so she's she says she relates more to the family family than than to Beth her yeah and Rick is like fucking idiot you're my daughter I brought the gun for Jerry (laughs) did you do you believe him because the episode ends on a big question mark. Like, ha, huh, we're all family again, but... It's, you know. it's like season one, but more streamlined. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> it was like, you know, and like, are you, did you think you're a clone mom? I was like, well, if I was, Rick wouldn't tell us. Ha, ha, ha. And it pans yeah. on Rick's face and just like, yeah, done with this shit. Do you think... And it's funny because it's technically not it's not his family, with the exception of Morty. True. Or even Morty. Or even Morty, who knows? Or yeah, maybe not even Morty. Yeah. But do, do you believe him? Do you think that's a clone? I don't know. It, it can go either this way. Is such a smart yeah. show. I don't it can go know. either way. I don't know. On one hand, I I feel like it ended too neatly for Rick and Morty. The direction the show's been going, I get why they might reset it just for like the ratings and like maybe they feel like you know because this, this season's been darker. I mean, technically it more, didn't though because now Rick is on the outskirts. Not really. Mm. Like, he has to begrudgingly accept the fact that Jerry's back in his life, but he's still, he didn't really lose, you know what I mean? I just feel like this type of twist is something that the writers will pull the rug out from underneath this later. Where, you but live this happy life, predictable you see. three months, I mean, three episodes, four episodes, five episodes in, and then Beth comes back, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, and then we might actually have a battle between two Bettses, and then we don't know how the family feels about it, and who knows? I don't know. But then, like I said, I feel like that's way too predictable for the show to execute. You think that's predictable? Yeah. For it, for yeah, it to be I can't think so. Yeah. Because yeah. they're pushing it so hard, so then for that to actually be the case. So then why would just just make it like a suspect Like a thing? diversion. Uh-huh. Diversion? Yeah. Keep it guessing? Yeah. yeah. Inception spin? Yeah. Got you. I'm waiting for that bet to return. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it ended too, not, it, too neat. I mean, let's see how long it actually is going to take for us to figure out. I mean, what did you think about the season overall, though? Season overall was good. Oh, some people didn't like it. I'll throw it out first. Some people didn't like this season because it's not the same kind of formula as seasons and one. Also, or even two to an extent. It's it's become more... Uh, 
it's got more continuity than the other uh, seasons have. It's become more story based. Like the the divorce storyline has been a through line for almost every single one of these mm-hmm. episodes. I mean, but really, if you think about well, it, it was because one of the producer, I think it was producer writer, like he was going story. through a divorce. He is. He got divorced. Yeah, he got divorced, and I think that's why the whole story had to do with the divorce. Even the ending credit, actually, the image slowly changes as he's going through a divorce. Yeah. It's fucking sad. But I mean, if you think about it, the whole show has had a consistent continuity. Not as much as this season. No. This season, actually, a lot of people has been complaining because now, this season where they actually had the 50-50 ratio of male and female co-writer. For example, the Pickle. Oh, really? Yeah, the Pickle Rick episode actually was, I don't know if it was written or directed by, it was a it was directed or written by female. Hmm. Interesting. And some people actually didn't like it because it does. it's not the same humor as the previous seasons. You know? Yeah. So, like, it's a different... It, the show itself is the same, but with a different twist. And some of the original fans didn't like that. And they claimed that, you know, like, uh, slowly Justin is... Justin and what was the other writer's name? I forgot. Is Dan something? Yeah, Justin and Dan are, Dan just, you know, like, they're, like, overthinking too much. They're, like, trying to, like, complicate the story and whatnot. But I think this is actually getting even better. It's getting more complex. Yeah, it made it layered. Way. Yeah. And it, it actually is getting darker and makes it question even more. Yeah, I like this season more than the last two seasons. This is my favorite yeah, season. Yeah, I like Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so we're all in the same boat. So wait, are we... What? Wait. And also, um, I, I was watching this Rick and Morty video um, about the last episode, and it's actually called... Um, what she... What basically Rick was describing was uh, nihilism is that nothing matters when you die like nothing in this world you think <coughs> or you see doesn't really matter at the end mm-hmm. but the only solution to that is called amorphity is that you basically it's an um, attitude of accepting your fate you don't necessarily want it to get worse or better you just accept for what it is and just be happy for what it is and i think overall this is the reason why i don't watch dragon ball super because compared to rick and morty, jab. because compared to rick and morty i can apply a lot of things that i learned from every single episode look when i'm on the verge of being killed i will s- absorb a spirit bomb and unlock my true instincts and I will defeat my enemies, okay? I learned a lot from Dragon Ball Super. Uh, here, here. Yeah. <laughs> I learned from watching Rick and Morty final episode is that you, no matter what's given to you, accept it and be happy. That's a life lesson that can be applied to every single person who watches it as long as you understand the meaning behind it. Maybe some people didn't get it because the show itself is a little bit too smart. Whereas Super... Oh my god, cool visual, cool battle. (laughs) Super is the smartest show on television. No, the way he kicked Jiren though was awesome. (laughs) Can you kick like that? Can you kick like that? And then and then he did like that dodge thing. That was cool. Talk to me when you. You know what the kick reminded me of? Elton John from Kings. (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) Why? Why? Because that was a super kick. Uh, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> but overall how would you rate the whole like this entire season perfect vision, perfect perfect vision, vision right sure. perfect yeah. vision if what's the one episode that stood out the most to you for this season oh for sure mm. uh the the citadel episode citadel Tales from yeah, citadel. Citadel. citadel i uh, liked pickle i like pickle rick, pickle rick. Yeah, yeah i like pickle rick really? i like pickle rick i like the end of pickle rick where they do like the psychological breakdown of rick yeah i like that a lot Somebody described him as, uh, even though he doesn't have powers, they described him as a beyond Omega level mutant. Because <laughs> like Rick? he can't be defeated. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I also like the um, the the Vindicators episode. That was funny. I like oh, him. Dis- yeah, I like that, that episode. But 
just for it, that. I wouldn't put it on the whole episode. Not only that, like the the parody itself, you know, superhero stuff is our thing. Mm-hmm. But the whole episode, I was sitting going, you know, he's he's doing all this because of Morty. Yeah. And at the end, for That's them such to a twist for them to do the like, being... freaking uh, what's his name? Uh, not Mister Poopoo Butthole. Uh, You're talking about a million ants or no, whatever. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. So this, the, uh, the guy who was cleaning and oh, mopping. Oh, oh, yeah, the yeah, guy. What's yeah. his name? One word. I don't remember his name. It's one word. I don't remember his name now, but he's so. Yeah, I don't remember name. the name of the janitor. You're the best. Noob noob. Noob noob. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah, think about it. You're the best, noob noob. <laughs> I love you, noob noob. No one understands you like me, noob noob. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I was like, are you... like, are you fucking kidding me? Because the show does it really well where like, you're not sure how much Rick likes Morty. <laughs> like, <it's> always, <laughs> they always tease you with that idea, but mm-hmm. they always like just tease you just enough and pull it just back. Enough. Because <laughs> like just like Morty, the same reaction. Are you fucking, fucking serious? serious. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like this season has so many good episodes. Like so. I liked many them all. Episodes. Every yeah. episode this season, I liked. I still think, despite Rick being drunk, I still think he's smart enough and cognitive enough in his drunkness to know. Like he was really talking about Morty, because 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 you know mm. you think about the technology when Morty like when Morty, like when Morty got on the device, it worked. It wouldn't have worked if it wasn't. Yeah, because Rick would it wasn't know meant for him. him like the way. Um, so he just Morty trolled does. Morty at the very. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, Noob Noob. Oh my god, because he's not gonna yeah. he's not gonna come out and admit. Yeah, how, I mean that's pretty much why he went through the whole thing of like dismantling the Vindicators because he wanted like, to show Morty like these people aren't. You need to look at me. Look, I'm the real hero. Yeah. And once again, that actually connects to the second, uh, the the third last episode of it connects. Oh yeah, uh, whether Rick cares about Morty or not about the third episode of Mind Blower is that maybe the reason why Rick got rid of Morty's uh, memories of him being embarrassed. It's because Rick really wants him, you know, what really, in a way, cares about him in a very twisted way. I mean, other than the red ones, he said that there were things that Morty asked him to get rid of. Yeah. And then yeah. Episode two, Which, we missed a lot of funny parts because that, that, that true level scene, oh. I was dying. Where he's like, you want to see true level, bitch? <laughs> Give wait, me an hour. Wait, what, <laughs> about, little, what about Mr. Poopy Buttholes proposing to Morty? <laughs> That was just weird, but <laughs> but when he funny. slips off that slab, he's like, "All right, great slab! Oh, 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 God, it's so good!" He takes oh, it off. Yeah. And he's just like, "No, oh, oh, man, the world is cooking." Lives <laughs> 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 the cosmic slaughter. What about that? Um, That's so stupid. Uh, when Morty caused uh, this innocent man's death. Oh, yeah. on the, moon. the man on the moon. Yeah, the, the man, man on the moon. moon. Yeah. Like, oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. If but you look at a certain angle, he looks like a smudge. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how? Oh. It was very Twilight Zone. I liked it. <laughs> so we definitely agree that this season was perfect. Yes. Just like Dragon Ball Super, Ricky and Morty was perfect. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on. Oh, oh, yes. 2017 more. fall new animes. A lot of them I've either watched. I. Either I've been watching it, or I've watched one episode, or I want to watch it. So, just letting you know that this list is extremely biased. You want to check it out, then basically, that way you can, you know. Is Dragon Ball Super out. on this list? No, hell fucking no. It's not on. <laughs> it's not on fall season. Oh. So, it starts with the Asian Magus Bride. It's, it pro, it, it came out. So, I think there are like two or three episodes it's oh, a mysterious warlock is engaged to a young slave girl with life-draining magical ability. And it actually, it's one thing that I told you to watch. Like, there are three episodes that are out or two, and they are... Sorry. Really? 
Sorry. <laughs> They're actually about the story before this girl meets um the mage. The second one okay. is called Black Clover. Some people actually said that this is anime to watch before you wait for My Hero Academia. Okay. Two boys, one with uncontrollable magic and the and the other with anti-magic, try to become the king of wizards. So I think there's only one episode out, but definitely check it out because I've been told that this is a shonen manga that also does not the opposite, but does things completely different compared to the tropes, but it does it really well. Um, Blend S. It's this anime follows the crazy antics of a cafe staffed with anime archetypes like Tsundere, Emoto, Onisan, Idol, and Sadist. Onisan! Yeah, exactly. Well, hmm, it's not that I like you, I'm just giving it to you because I don't need it. Mm-mm. Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma, the third plate. In case you guys have not watched this, there are two seasons out of Shokugeki. This is one of the funniest anime I've ever watched. It's about cooking anime, but then the way they describe food or the, or the way they taste food somehow comes off as very erotic, what? very comical, but erotic. What? And a lot of those um, recipes, some of them are very pliable. Like, um, the first recipe they introduce is like, um, like fake meatloaf, but I tried making it. It was, came out really good. Um, this anime... It's really funny. So it's a cooking anime. It's that a cooking is eroti- anime. Erotic. It's, some scenes can be very erotic because, like, uh, apparently the food tastes so good. It's like melting in your mouth. It's like, oh my god, it's so good. And like, certain food tastes good. Somehow, like, they're close to peer. What? I know it's pretty. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah, exactly. Hey the Jordan, next one is- I'm gonna give you my muffins, and then your bra disappears. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, because if he's tasting my muffin, the his clothes should come off. Okay, I don't like the term muffins. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> muffins. Next, <laughs> next anime is Gintama Pro Rearch. Cinnabon girl. <laughs> if you watch, if you watch enough anime, then you will know Gintama. Um, they're still continuing. If in case you haven't, then please check it out. There's Himoto Umaru-chan R. Jordan, you know this anime. Yeah. I personally relate to Marjang very much because I like junk food and I am a completely different person this when is, I'm at home versus when I'm outside. This is super lowly girl, yes. but when she's in normal life, she's a normal girl. At school, Mar is a beautiful A student, but at home, she's a junk food eating loafer. Like it's like she's a normal girl, and then as soon as she walks into the house, she she, she shrinks, shrinks to this little tiny like cartoon lowly. And her brothers has to deal with her shit, basically. That's the whole anime. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it's really funny. It's like she's super popular and cool in real life. But then as soon as she goes home, she becomes like a little, Hey, my dad, I don't have soda, I don't have cartoons, this is all awesome. Like, it's crazy. How does that work? Like, she have power? I no, like, no, it's, it's not a power. It's not it's actually just... like she's, it's like, it's it's a physical metaphor for her personality her persona, changes yeah. when she goes home. That's it's funny. interesting. Now that I think about, did we talk about the season finale of Aho Girl? No. Okay, well, Aho Girl ended. Aho Girl was the last season's anime, but check it out. Um, Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World, an anime series. Kino's Journey, some of you might know, it's actually a light novel that came out a long ago that's been going on a while. But uh, if you like um, story that's really related to like fantasy adventure that has kind of thing to do with it, then definitely check it out. And no, that's it. All right, let's move into news of the week. Let's go. Comic Con week, here we go. It's a lot of news. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I tried to condense it, but I'm like, all this shit is important. <laughs> okay, what's up? Hit me with it. Uh, okay, so speaking of Rick and Morty, because of Rick and Morty, McDonald's brought back the elusive Szechuan sauce. Yeah, for I don't one, know how for, taste. <laughs> for one day. It was only one day. It was just yesterday. Okay. And so people were wrapped around. Oh, speaking of which, uh, millennials, our generation has made Rick and Morty the number one comedy in all of television. As it should be. Yes. Smart, rude, funny. Amongst our generation, not older generations. Well, they're oh, yeah. older generations. Oh, are yeah. Wrong. So, they, yeah, they brought, <laughs> they brought the Szechuan sauce back for one day only at McDonald's Worldwide. At least it was supposed to be McDonald's Worldwide, but fans are pissed off because a lot of people stood in line for hours wrapped around the block for the elusive Szechuan sauce that Rick said is his season arc. Wow, the hype was so real then. <laughs> and yet, they didn't get it because what? McDonald's fucked up, apparently. They even what? offered an apology. What? Yeah. They, a, they said it was going to be at every McDonald's. Okay. It wasn't. Because there were some places, they was like, uh, some of the McDonald's workers was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, they didn't they didn't know. What? So they didn't have it. And then the ones that did get the Szechuan sauce, McDonald's only gave them 20, 20 packets per store. So you have 500 people. 20 packets? 20. My dude. Exactly. How big are these packets? Like, 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 like a, I think it's like a regular, like the you know, like barbecue, the, sauce? yeah, like the barbecue sauce type things. The little small. Th- they only gave them twenty per did store. Did they grossly underestimate how popular this would be? Uh, apparently, they did. What the hell? So fans are pissed off. Like you got people saying, yeah, it was like somebody had like a pocket full of Szechuan sauce." Like, so you got somebody say, yeah, somebody said, "Quote: Anyone know how to bring a class action lawsuit against McDonald's for false advertising? Wow. Asking for a few thousand friends." Wow. Other people said, uh, "Way to fuck up." Cops are coming up at McDonald's because people are pissed off. You know, uh, somebody else said, uh, "Is there a Szechuan rights? The fuck? <laughs> Give us a sign." They all went crazy, like more uh, Rick did at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, this is the official statement from McDonald's. The best fans in the multiverse showed us what they got today. We hear you, and we're sorry. Not everyone could get some super limited Szechuan. It was super limited. 20 packets per store, bro. On eBay, how much is like $500 a packet? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's right like, now. I want that Mc, uh, Mulan McNugget sauce, Morty. And somebody else said, fuck off, McDonald's. Less than 20 packets of Szechuan sauce per store. Sold out before the on-sale time. Way to be a Jerry. Boycott McDonald's. Way to be a Jerry. So, yeah, people are pissed off over Sh- that Szechuan sauce. That they gave out during, and funny enough, I didn't know they gave that out because of Mulan for the uh, Disney promotional of Mulan. Oh yeah, yeah, the Mulan dipping Szechuan McNugget sauce. Yeah, I don't see it. Oh no! Oh my God! It's on eBay for five hundred dollars. What? I'm not even joking. <laughs> Let me see. Unopened one ounce packet. How five hundred? How long has that been sitting there? That shit's probably. What's the expiration date on that shit? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't say. You, you probably can't see it, but no. If you only want to purchase, oh, it's two. Very limited Szechuan sauce from McDonald's. This listing is for one packet only, five hundred dollars. Yeah. If you want to purchase both, contact me with best offer. Unless it's Rick, nobody's hitting you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I need a McNugget sauce, bro. <laughs> 
So I saw somebody else online was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not standing in line. I'm going to try Yo, to, what is I'm gonna try to create sauce? I'm gonna try to create my own. Yeah, so I'm saying put some, take some barbecue sauce and put some honey in it. Done. <laughs> right? Take some general soy sauce and just close your eyes real hard. <laughs> I'm like, shit better give you like inhuman. Well, no, not inhuman. Fuck that. Like mutant powers. <laughs> I think it's new. It says 2017 on the packet. I think so he probably was in line yesterday and decided. Used by, yeah, used by November 26, 17. So you need to buy shit like now. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't wait. <laughs> and then like, how does it? Because you put that shit in the mail, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna explode in the in the fucking transit. <laughs> you may just buy like eat it on the way. Yeah. <laughs> you pay somebody five hundred dollars and you open it and it's exploded. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the ratings. For what? Just look at it. Like, what's the point? <laughs> to eat it. Okay. Put put some McNuggets in I'm there. Spend five hundred dollars. Put eat some. It. Put some French fries, get you some Szechuan sauce. You got like two good dips off that little bag. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But enjoy that shit. But yeah, but the ratings are ratings are in for the gifted. Okay. And turns out they're pretty decent. They better than inhumans. Better than inhumans. Okay. Yeah. Uh four point eight five million people watched it. And uh the key demographic, one point five and the eighteen to forty nine. And they said it's an improved because Lucifer was in that time slot, so they said it's an improvement of Lucifer's time slot. So yeah, they're not great ratings, but they're pretty decent. So the gifted did pretty I mean, pretty well, deservedly so. Like we said, it's way better than shit like Inhuman. So way better. Check it out. Yeah, like X Men. Check it out. Way better than. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> the difference is between Jiren and Goku before the plot bullshit kicked in. <laughs> to bring it back to the best anime of the week, Super. Woo! Jamie said I'm disgusting off screen but uh, Scott Snyder has announced that he's doing he's gonna write his last Batman arc in comics for a while like he's done with Batman after this putting up the cape and cow yeah I mean he's pretty he's probably gonna still write comics he's just yeah. not doing Batman anymore so the the uh, he's had the best runs of like the new 52 and shit so it makes sense to retire for a little while yeah so the arc that he's gonna do is called Batman the last night and Transformers is <laughs> well, no, not like actually, not like Knights of the Round Table, but actually like night, oh, night. night and day. Yeah, okay, not to be confused with the Mark Warburg fucking piece yeah. of shit. So he said uh, it it takes place about twenty to twenty five years in the future, and this will make uh, Jamie happy. It stars Damian Wayne as Batman. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. He has this dream where he is saying, "Yes, Father, I will be the Bat." Then he wakes up in a hole in the ruined Gotham City. He doesn't remember anything and sees all this destruction. Then a voice says, hey, kid, you got to move. Dun, dun, dun. So is that what boost? does that mean? I don't know. That's all there, that's all there is to it. Okay. I'm so, kind of interested in that. It's like an Elseworlds kind of thing, so it's not really going to matter. Yeah, well, 20, yeah, 20 years in the future. Yeah. And uh, James... This is the thing about Beyond. It's like, if you put Damian Wayne... I read a Batman Beyond comic recently. Where I don't know how far Batman Beyond is in the future. Probably like, isn't more. it? Is it further in the future? It's further than that. So maybe, years? maybe yeah. it could still work. But it's like they never talked about it in Batman Beyond, where it was like you know, Damian. If Damian Wayne exists, because before Batman Beyond, you know, well, yeah, because Damian, Damian, exist, Damian maybe. wasn't created yet. So. Yeah. So, but if he exists, then it's like, it's like you got to do. Yeah, you got to do a Batman. retroactive. You know, like you have a son, bro. I know, Mike. You're like because I'm not well, son. <laughs> I know in the cartoon universe, Batman Beyond is canon, but is Bat- I don't think Batman Beyond is canon in the yeah, in the is. comics. Yeah, it is. Is it? There's a whole line. Yeah, it ties. yeah. I know there's a com- Batman Beyond comics, but I think I thought they were like Elseworld. No, it crossed over with the main timeline. Like it's like uh, Tim Drake became Batman Beyond for a while. 
And that was, he was like, that was through an event in the, not 616, I don't know what the DC universe is. Is it Earth One? Earth Prime. Earth Prime? Yeah. Right, yeah. It, it was Earth Prime. That's, that's, Batman Beyond is now canon future of the Batman saga. Just like, yeah. it's just nebulous where it takes place. Because in comic book recently, they did introduce Damian Wayne. And it was like, oh, you have a son? Why isn't he Batman? But it was like a thing where he stepped away for some reason. You know, Damien. It was stupid though. He went oh, back yeah, to the League of Assassins. You know they got to retroactively do but shit. But he went back to the League of Assassins. So it was a thing where it was like, like... Even with that, like you got the Batman Beyond future. Where's where's Jonathan Kent? Yeah. As, as the Superman. True. <laughs> yeah, and the Batman Beyond universe is still Superman. Yeah, still Superman. Hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have a kid. <laughs> Doomsday killed him. <laughs> but yeah, also uh, James Tinian or Tinian. Tinian? T-Y-N-I-O-N. Tinian, Tinian. Okay. But yeah, he's he's writing the current detective comics. Right. And so somebody asked him, like, hey, bro, where's Connor Kent? And so he said the next, uh, what, his, see, what his exact quote was, one of the questions people have had is, where's Connor Kent? That question will be asked in the next issue of Detective Comics. He said in Detective New York. Detective Comics. He said in New York Comic Con. Yeah, which is weird. Not but, action. Nope. Like, that's like the Superman one. Yeah, Batman I know. One be answered. Detective, because I guess because him and Tim Drake are like best friends, and so since Tim Drake, Tim Drake disappeared for a while, yeah. I don't know for whatever reason, it's, he's coming back in Detective Comics. And it was the thing where they just forgot about him, right? Like he was in New Fifty Two for a while and then just disappeared. And then just disappeared. Like he went to his room on punishment and never came out. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, what's her face from Family Matters? Like she yeah. went to her room one day and never never came back. <laughs> so yeah, so he's gonna she's gonna come back in one the next issue of Detective Comics. Hmm. So and, and funny enough, like they re and and with that, like they rebrought uh, resurrected Tim Drake's original origin in Detective Comics, like what it was before they changed it in New Fifty Two. Wait, how did they? Because like in a New, New Fifty Two, he was like a troubled kid. And you know that they basically kind of made him like Jason Todd, more or less. Yeah. As opposed to him being like the smartest of the you know Robins and him figuring out who Batman and Robin was. Oh, okay. Just from I like deductive, yeah. They changed, but they brought it back. Now that they brought him back, so he's back. So he's got a rebirth. Yeah, he's got his original. All that Red Robin shit. That's not. That never happened. What? Yeah. But the Red Robin shit. No, I didn't like it. I mean, but it was tied to like. Um... No, that's Nightwing. Never mind. What was the deal with Red Robin? Now that I think about it, he never—he was never Robin. He was just Red Robin. And then no, he, that's the retcon of Red Robin. Before before New Fifty Two, there was Red Robin. That's what I'm saying. Well, why no? Because New Fifty Two is when he became Red Robin, right? Mm -hmm. He was Red Robin before. He, well, no, he yeah he he eventually became Red Robin. He adopted that mantle, but he was always yeah. Robin. But in New Fifty Two, there was he was always he was, Red yeah Robin. he was always Red Robin. That's stupid. Yeah, so they brought <laughs> okay. they brought back the original origin. So how did they explain that? He just was he never under Batman? I don't understand why he would just jump to Red Robin. Just cause? Just cause I'm gonna be Red Robin. I forget what the reason was instead in the original, of Robin. In the original continuity, what the reason was for becoming Red Robin. I'm confusing Nightwing. He wanted, he wanted he wanted to he wanted to have his own like yeah kind of like no 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 it was because um Superboy died isn't it? Didn't he wear red to represent Superboy when he died? I forgot how he died. I don't know, but I think they should be together. <laughs> I'm I pretty do. sure I that ship was it. Tim Drake and Connor Ken, I ship those two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think the excuse was Superboy had died and he adopted the colors to like you know memorialize him. Yeah, like I can show you pictures. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> We're having two different conversations. <laughs> X-rated. <laughs> is that canon? I don't <laughs> it is in my mind. <laughs> 
I mean, hey, they they turn they made Aqualad gay all of a sudden. They can make Tim Drake and, and Connor Kent. Hey, they can do anything they their want. Their relationship, right? their relationship is very close. It's very like, close. Very close. <laughs> very close. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> balls to the walls. Anyway, so Jeff Johns basically shots fired. Pew 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 pew. Good he, effects. <laughs> he basically came out because they uh, asked him because uh, he talked about it during New York Comic Con because his uh, Doomsday Clock uh, comic is about to come out. You know where Doctor Manhattan fights Superman. Fights in quotes. <laughs> yeah. So somebody asked him like. How is he going to maintain the balance of what fans should or shouldn't expect from this crossover? Okay. You know, because, um, you know, dealing with the Watchmen source material, you know, a lot of people love Watchmen. It's like, that's that's the thing that got them into comics, you know, the older generation. Yeah. And basically, he came out and was like, well, what we're not going to do, he said, well, Superman's not going to be a Nazi or anything. Shots fired. My last rant last week. <laughs> Marvel, how do you like that burn? <laughs> you ever get cum in your eye, Gabriel? It burns. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but how would you know? Okay. Oh. I, I was just talking generalities. <laughs> oh, are, are you sure? <laughs> I've gotten close. <laughs> like chin, nose. Like like earlobe, like American Whoa. Pie, like 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 Matrix dodging, like oh, oh. <laughs> Well, all right, there you, now you know Jordan. Never mind. Getting a little bit closer to my personal life. A little, little closer to Jordan. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I've never gotten it on my face. I shoot it. I like shoot it on the computer. Oh, oh see, no. my my dick don't point that way. <laughs> it no. points at me like it's angry. Well, yeah, but I turn. I like keep it. Never oh, mind. you control it. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I don't have the level of control. Then. <laughs> Never like, mind. Ah! We're, we're like really. It's we're like really getting. Right we're like really getting X-rated. <laughs> what are we talking about? Type of head. Yeah. <laughs> God, I mean, his dick is out. It's, it's related. But <laughs> like, no, talk about, is there is there any quote about how can Superman maneuver around Doctor Man's dick while fighting? <laughs> yeah, well, that. Like, I mean, there's a whole level of like complications. Doctor Manhattan is usually flaccid, so. I mean, but still, you're fighting the naked man. Like, <laughs> you ever try to wrestle with the naked it's man? It's true. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was so, I went Doctor Manhattan against Superman in a headlock, and he's just like, "Yo, is that what's behind me right now?" <laughs> head tie common. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, oh, so that'd be hilarious. So, a couple of people are like, you know, coming after <laughs> Jeff Johns, basically like, how dare he talk about Captain America when there's there are issues where it's like or like Red Sun, where Superman was part of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Well, uh, Else Worlds. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Or there's an Earth. What was it? Earth. 10, well, let me see. Where does it says Earth Ten, where Superman is a Nazi. That's but yeah, but I'm yeah. Like, that's what I was saying. I was like, those are Else Worlds, though. Superman. I mean, Captain America became a Nazi. In the main universe, not in Elseworld stories. Yeah, even so it's like they those retcon it. Yeah, those don't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, agreed. Who cares? His, his burn is validated. <laughs> burn. <laughs> we didn't really answer the question. Is that was it? He just burned Marvel, kept moving like, hey, they yeah. suck anyway. Yeah, that's he just basically said, "What we're not going to do is turn him into a Nazi." <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. To fan to roars roars thunderous applause. What, what was it in? Uh, Star Wars, this is how liberty dies. <laughs> With applause. Some more DC news. Yeah. Apparently, Matt Ryan is coming back for Constantine. For what? 
CW? But, yeah, but he's getting the short end of the stick, more literally, because he's coming back at CW Seed. Animated, animated series. Oh fuck! Yeah, in what Vixen or some shit? Or no, he's he, his own show, Constantine. That's the name of the show. Oh, CWC. Oh, but you where know, characters go to die. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like CWC is only like five minutes. Yeah, like a whole season of a show is like literally one episode of like Justice League or Batman or whatever. I still haven't watched the second season of Vixen. Me either. Just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I, like I want to support it, but it's like five minutes. <sighs> You made it too hard to support it. I think yeah. they made it too hard. It was like, you got to go to the app, and it's going to be in little bite-sized chunks. You can't really get invested in the story before it ends. So it's like, ugh. What's the point? Yeah, pretty much. It's not even like it was great quality. Like, the animation in the first one was kind of bleh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, Constantine's getting the same treatment. Woo! Which is the same shit treatment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of this whole At scene. least the voice actor, get, I mean, the actor gets work. He gets the voice work hit, right? I mean, but right? he's, it is going to be him, right? Yeah, it's going to be. Okay, that's why okay. I said Matt All right. Ryan. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's been getting work anyway, like, because he's he was on Broadway. Like, after they canceled Constantine, he went to Broadway. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So he's been working steadily. I just, he he just, I get, he, I th- he just says he loves playing this character. So he was kind of bummed out that the show got canceled. So any opportunity he has to play it, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll always come back. But I feel like, like, I love him as Constantine. Like, he I needs want, to be a listener just tomorrow. I want man. more. Like, yeah. The fuck? If you're still going to have that show around, why isn't Constantine on that show? I agree. Kick off, like, fuck, anybody. I don't know. Rory? <laughs> or like, or like, Const- like, the character of Constantine is better suited on, like, cable, not a CW-type network. Oh, yeah. Like, to make it darker? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, saying- no, no, no. He wasn't on CW. He was on NBC. So that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But should, they're he not, should be on Netflix. Yeah, it should be on... Uh, not, not even Netflix, because... At least they can go dark. The problem, the problem with like Netflix... HBO? The problem with Netflix is, like... Even though I loved a lot, I like a lot of the shows on Netflix, they're pretty cheap. It's, and yeah. Constantine is very... Effects heavy? Effects heavy. So what do you think, like HBO? HBO or, like, Showtime or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Even, like, even like Runaway... What was, what was uh, Evil Dead on? Showtime? Evil Dead was on Showtime, yeah. Yeah, then Showtime probably gets by for it. Or like FX or AMC, something like that. Like, I would like to see Constantine on that type of network. FX has, um, not Stain, what's it called? No, they have The Strain. The Strain, Strain. Yeah, right? Or uh, Legion. Oh, then yeah, then definitely. Oh, Legion too? Yeah, 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 then definitely that should be on there. So yeah, but coming to uh, CW Seed. So here's here's the official poster. I mean, it looks just like that animation from um, the Justice League Constantine movie. Yeah, it looks just like the Justice Yeah, it looks exactly the same. That's interesting. I mean, the animation wasn't bad, but I didn't like Justice League Dark. <laughs> no. I mean, anime movies have been sucking, so. But yeah, so uh, Robert Kirkman has come out and confirmed that Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead are going to cross over. Oh, you mean the only reason I would ever care about Fear the Walking Dead is finally happening? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, I don't... This should have happened day one, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, somebody told me the second and third season are better. Really? Because I was like, I watched the first season. I watched the... No, I watched the first episode and I was bored. I watched like three episodes of the first season and I couldn't do it. I'm like, yo, this is like... No, not even three. Maybe like four or five. I just couldn't do it. No, I take it back. I watched the whole first half of the first season. Yeah, I couldn't get I couldn't get through. Or was that the whole season? <laughs> Whatever. Point is, it's fucking boring. It, it was like all the worst parts of Walking Dead with no no likable characters. Yeah, I was bored. I, like I said, I only watched the first episode and I was bored. And I was like, I'm done. I'm I'm whatever. I don't care. Yeah. 
But he said, all joking aside, I'm really excited. I get this question all the time. I think we finally got into a place with Fear of the Walking Dead where it has its own identity. There are two Walking Dead shows. I'm not going to name them, but they are. But there are two. There is one character that is going to go from one show that will go from to the other show, and I will not name them. Tell me it's Fear the Walking Dead to Walking Dead, not the other way around. I, I don't know. He said, he's not, he said he's not going to name them. Well, if any characters go to Fear the Walking Dead, that's a waste of a character. <laughs> Whoever it is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even hyped over Walking Dead anymore. Like... Like Negan blew the water and the whole thing. It's funny. Like I, I didn't. It's funny enough. I didn't see the last half of this. Like when, once they went on winter break, yeah. I didn't come. Like not because I wasn't interested, but I just, I just didn't. I'm. I, it's still on my DVR. I'm gonna watch it eventually before the new season starts. But mm-hmm. I still have the last half. Or I, just, I know Sasha died. I don't know how. I don't know what the circumstances yeah, were. Did. And plus, I knew that was once I found out she was cast in Star Trek. I was like, oh, so she's gonna die. Oh yeah, and she's great in Star Trek. Yeah. They well, use I'm saying yeah, like I've seen it. Oh, well, I don't know. It's way better. Like it's they. She's way better utilized on that show than Walking Dead for sure. Because they gave her like a gimped Andrea storyline in the Walking Dead show. But I mean, I don't know, man. I just I'm same I'm same boat as you. Like I I popped back in for the season finale. So I did see like what happened to Sasha and all that stuff, but even then it was just like well, right, I'm gonna go back whatever. and watch the last half because I I mean I do enjoy but you, it. Lost steam, it. right? Yeah, I mean I do still enjoy it for the most part, but like it's gotten to the point where like they'll have like one big episode where sh- shit happens, and then like the rest of the season they're just sitting around talking about. Co- it feels like they're just sitting around talking. Yo, bro, you got coffee today? Nah, bro, we should go get some coffee. All right, let's go. It's funny because people used to like complain about the show being boring, and I didn't agree with them. But I've gotten to the point where now I'm on the side of the critics. Like, I'm on the side of people who are like, ugh, it's so dull. Like, nothing happens. I remember back at one point, I was like, no, you guys are wrong. And I mean, I get it. They can't have every single episode be a, like, epic moment. But it just seems like... It feels like filler. It feels like filler. And in some ways it is, because they've changed so much of the source material at this point. And they've killed off so many of the major characters that I liked. Like, they did Tyrese Dirty. They did him there super dirty. no reason to kill Tyrese like that. I mean, he lived longer than he did in the comic, but comic Tyrese is shitting all over show Tyrese. <laughs> see, I've never read the comics. Oh, see, it was show Tyrese is great. They, I mean, uh, move, uh, comic Tyrese is great. The show Tyrese is like a poor carbon copy. I know in the comics, him and Michonne were dating in the comics, right? Yeah, but I didn't like that, actually, just because it was like, yeah, I like oh, cool, I like, so black, they have to get together. I like Rick Schoen. Michelle was fucking every black person in the comic. Every time there's a black guy. Well, no, I'm talking about Rick Schoen. Rick no, no, and, she's better uh, on the show. I like her better. I like that relationship more in the show too. That that doesn't happen in the comic, but yeah, in the comic, every black guy that shows up, she fucks. So it's like, ugh. <laughs> I got to meet her. She's awesome. The the actress. Yeah, she's Denai super Guerrero. smart. Yeah, yeah. She's super smart, inarticulate. Yeah, she was yeah. when I when I when I spoke to her. Gave me a little acting advice. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Well, uh, what else? Runaways trailer, new trailer. I I, I would say it's a teaser trailer because it's only like a minute. I think it did say teaser trailer. No, it just says trailer. Oh, it does? Runaway's first trailer. Uh, Runaway's trailer. Oh, maybe I'm talking about the YouTube video title. But yeah. But yeah, so trailer drop. What'd you think? Uh, uh, passable. I mean, I don't really feel strongly about it either way. Oh, not passable? Oh, everything else would be, be more than passable. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Narnia joke, but like I didn't read the comics, so I have no connection to it other than that. I like the premise, but like I didn't get so much of it from the trailer that like I'm excited for I'm just like oh that's interesting check it out yeah I was gonna say it's like weird to me because the show comes out on the 11th of next month 
which is almost exactly a month from now. What's today? Like the ninth? Yeah. Or no, today's the eighth. So it's pretty much a little bit over a month, a couple days over a month. I feel like they haven't been promoting it that much. No. Like even the trailer we got was only like a minute. Usually trailers, like especially like not teaser trailers, but trailers are usually like three minutes or so. Yeah. And it didn't do, you know, it didn't flesh out anything really. It was a tease. And then the the last trailer we got was months ago. We showed even less. (laughs) Yeah, we showed even less. So it's like, what are you doing, guys? Shulk's about to come out. I kind of feel like they're waiting. They're like, let's wait for Inhumans to die down a little bit. (laughs) Because, you know, we already got the bad taste of a new Marvel property show coming out. Let's... What did you feel about the music choice for the trailer? I didn't like it. Like it felt it very felt very like teen movie to me. Well, I mean that's kind of what it is though. It's the vibe they're going for. <laughs> I mean it's a bunch of teen superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I know, but just I don't know. It didn't. I, okay, you know what the problem is? This is, this is all all these trailer drops around the Pacific Rim trailer. <laughs> so if it's not get it old to lie down with Tupac, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like it, it needs to be cooler than this. And plus, I don't know the music. Again, just like the Justice League, it didn't really bother me because it felt kind of ominous. And like with the trailer, they were pushing that. Like they didn't know what was going on with their parent. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. What are they doing? They're cult members. Yeah. Super villain cult members. So kinda, the music kind of felt that way. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like a teen movie for me. Like, is this like the Breakfast Club with people with superpowers? And you got, you got, you know, you saw the powers and stuff kind of in the, uh, the montage at the end, but. I don't know. It didn't make me feel like these were super villains. They just felt like cult members. Yeah, like they didn't really, like even like Nico's staff of one. I don't think they, they kind of showed it like for a quick second, but not really. What the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> hey, you, did, you did just say you know nothing about the Yeah, Nico's staff of one? What? Uh, Nico is one of the characters. Her parents are wizards. Oh. And so her mother has what's called the staff of one. And basically... It's a it's it's like a magic staff where you can cast any spell that you want just by uttering the words or Mm. words. Interesting. But the the trick with that is she get and she gets it because the mother attacks Nico, her daughter. The mother attacks her with it, but it absorbs like it like goes into her chest, Mm. and so she basically absorbs the staff. And so the only way she can conjure the staff, she has to cut herself, or she has to or she has to bleed. Uh, it's like a quote like something something like whoever bleeds summon the staff or one something like it's something it's something like that like a prophecy or something like that and so she she like comes over creative ways to cut herself or mm-hmm. to get injured and so, so it's ba- kind of like Aaron from Second Titan where he's got to like bite himself yeah <laughs> yeah more or less so, <laughs> but, so the, the, the reason why it's called the staff of one because the trick with it is like if I say freeze you'll be frozen but I can't ever say that word again I would have to come up with another word. So your 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 really? vocabulary has to be awesome for, to be able like, to use. You walk around with a thesaurus. Like, yeah, you need to walk around. Oh, what's oh. another word for freeze? Stop. <laughs> what's another word for stop? Don't go. <laughs> like I like the idea of that, but from like a writing perspective, how do you keep track? Like how does the audience keep track of the words that you've used already? Like is there at the start of every comic, there's like a list of words that they've used? It's like I mean, I guess if she doesn't say, well, why does she say freeze? Because I used it already. <laughs> Huh, interesting. But I don't even, I think it's just one word. I don't think it's like, stop moving. I think it's just one word. Yeah. Stop. And you can only say it once. Cease. Desist. And and if you try to use the same word again, it like back, like it has a backlash, like feedback effect on you. Really? So if you say freeze again, like you said it already, like she gets hurt. It's like Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? Okay. Simon says wrong. (laughs) Interesting. 
So I got none of that from the trailer. So uh, that's that's all what I was saying. Like they didn't show none of that. Yeah, that's all new information. Or even the dinosaur. Like they said, the dinosaur is going to be in. The, oh yeah, you don't, you're giving me this blank look. They have a they have a pet dinosaur. <laughs> And they said, I know there's a dinosaur in X Men, not the same dinosaur. No. Okay. Because no people were wondering, like, is that actually going to be on the show? Because that, that, like that, that, that probably costs money. It was like, no, it's going to be in there. I don't remember seeing it. I, I saw like a lizard eye or something at one point in the montage. Again, that montage, I think, it was like all the supernatural superhero shit. They just scroll through it. Yeah, I, I don't remember. There was something, though. I don't, I don't remember. Am I misremembering? Am I thinking Pacific Rim right now? <laughs> Get in, oh, till I die. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember seeing the dragon. I might be. I mean, right, it's a talking. dinosaur, like a velociraptor type. Keep talking. But, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. news. Woohoo! Woo! So. Not in humans. <laughs> no. Season, season five is premiering December 1st. Okay. And the threat is going to be the Kree. Oh yeah! So the so they're like fucking humans. We're gonna tie this shit into uh, Captain Marvel now. <laughs> it's like fuck that. Well, Captain Marvel's fight. Well, yeah, because I was gonna say one well, no, They're fighting the squirrels. I thought this is a Kree squirrel war. No, I guess Kree's also related to humans. Because don't the Kree make it the humans? Well, the Kree is more related because they first introduced Kree in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but don't the aren't the Kree the race that make the humans? Yeah, the Kree are the race that makes the humans. Okay, so it's still related. And also, well, yeah, I guess technically it is related to Captain Marvel because because uh, she gets her power. She gets her power from a Kree. Oh, excuse me. She gets her power from uh, Captain Marvel, who's yeah, a Kree warrior. Exactly. So, yeah, they said fucking humans. We're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> so apparently, it's. I guess we're not gonna get a crossover between the properties. Good. <laughs> like would you want any humans character that you've seen so far to be on Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, n- not that I've seen the show but it's still it no, still no. it makes no sense not a one it still <laughs> makes no sense no. because again it's not like it's Netflix and AB they're on the same fucking network <laughs> and yet <laughs> it makes no sense so anyway uh, also with that news Natalia Cordova Buckley who played Yo-Yo Okay. She's uh, now a series. She's been upped as a series regular. Good. More people with powers. Basically, their version of the Flash. Yeah, more or less with stipulations because she can't run anywhere she wants. Yeah. She has a time limit. It's weird. Oh, look. Okay. This thing. This is, looks like a dinosaur, kind of. Oh, fuck. It's literally a second. You don't even see the whole thing. What are you looking at? I'm talking at? about runaways. Oh. Uh, uh, I got to like pause. It's like that fast. That. What is that? Was that that thing's snout? Oh, maybe it is. The, maybe it is. Yeah, I guess. It's like literally a second. It's not. A, it's like two seconds at the most. Yeah, blinking, you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe it is the dragon. Dinosaur. Yeah, why do I keep saying Game of, Th- Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> Better show, not this show. Which, speaking of which, I might as well just bring it up since I keep mentioning fucking Game of Thrones. Season eight. Which, you know, I mentioned before in the news, every episode is going to be 80 plus minutes long. Yeah. Well, because of that, and because, you know, the top five actors are getting paid $1.5 million per episode. Ballin'. Every The production cost for every episode of Game of Thrones is going to be $15 million. Woo! Yes. Yo, these episodes better be beautiful and packed with action so and dragons. I better, I better see the fucking dire wolf. The How only much one- does a normal episode cost? It doesn't cost that much. I don't think. I don't I know the really comparison. I don't I really know exactly the ratio, so I know how much more dragons I can expect from each I episode. I don't know how much a normal episode costs, but it's not fifteen fucking million dollars. No. Come on, keep talking. I'm gonna look that up too. So, uh, what else? 
That's crazy. Speaking speaking of which, Netflix is raising its prices. You serious? Yeah. So are they like in super debt? That's what I heard. So if you're paying the eleven ninety nine, it's going to go up to thirteen ninety nine. If you're paying the nine ninety nine, it's going to go up to ten ninety nine. Wow. So six million. That is the average cost of a Game of Thrones episode. God damn. So yeah, that's crazy. And normal episode of television costs about two million to make. So the Flash. So that's a nine million dollar increase. Yeah. So so Game of Thrones, the level we've seen it is a little bit less than half of the budget each of these episodes is going to get. So if I don't see twice as much fucking dragons, <laughs> every episode chock full of dragons. <laughs> I don't care if that. I don't care if that's necessary. Just have dragons in the background. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I'm in the back hanging. And, a, and the wolves, the two, the only two wolves that are still alive. Yeah, now Mary and Ghost. Wolves back. <laughs> now Mary and Ghost, especially it's the last season. Do you think it's gonna be like a big wolf battle? I'm hoping it happens. I'm hoping at one point, yeah, call Nymeria. She's like, leash the wolves. Or Nymeria, it looks like a moment Arya's about to die, and Nymeria comes. Yeah. Cause like you said, uh, Chekhov's gun. They brought her back. They they brought Nymeria back for a reason. She's got to come back on the last last season with her wolf pack. And you know Arya's gonna be going hard with that Valyrian sword. So you know it's gonna be a moment where she's cornered. The dagger. Yeah. Yeah. When she gets cornered, and it's just like Valyria. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Nymeria. Like, like she's gonna have the dragon dagger. <laughs> if they do that, and then there's a wolf battle with Arya leading the charge, and they play the Game of Thrones theme. Jizz, 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 <laughs> jizz in my pants. Uh, bringing up, they're, they're bringing Milestone back, Static Shock, Icon, uh, all those characters, Rocket. For what? For, they're bringing Milestone back, Milestone proper. Are you serious? As like a separate. Oh, eh. The black first. <laughs> well, and an Asian, because uh, uh, Zombie, who's like, uh, his name is Zombie. He's uh, like an Asian scientist who's like falling yep. apart. Yeah. But then there's uh what else? What else? you you said you wanted to talk about the sexual assault thing? Yeah, so there's that. Mention that real quick. What was the deal with that? The honest trailers guy. Uh, uh yeah, the honest trailers creator Andy Signore has been accused. Two women have come forward uh, accusing him of sexual assault. So he's of course he's come out and denied it. Oh, he denied. I thought he didn't say anything. That was like a no comment kind of situation. Uh, I he's it went- was till last night. Oh, he said something last night. <laughs> But I mean, that's just like, I don't know. I, I wanted to mention that just because, like, there's been a lot of that in the news recently. I mean, like. Yeah, like Harvey Weinstein was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For decades long of sexual harassment, right? Yeah, decades sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a shame that, like, especially stuff we like, like these geek stuff, like something like that, that was like the creator of, like, something so monumental as, like, the YouTube revolutionizing Honest Trailers. Like, he's using that power to manipulate women that work under him. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for so long, and people like he's been keeping people silent with that power. Not unlike you know priests and shit or any crap yeah, and shit so like that. It, 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 yeah, it definitely sucks. Cause I love honest trailers. It's been coming out a lot more recently. Like the Usher shit came out with like whatever that's going on with the his oh, herpes friend. or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, it came out. Nelly raped somebody on a tour bus. What? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, Nelly too. Yeah. <sighs> it, oh, what is this indicative? I, I just wanted to ask that. Is it indicative of the times? Some. I think so, because yeah. a lot of the shit like uh, Elijah Wood. I think it was Elijah Wood. One of the, one of those child stars came out. It was like, yeah, a lot of the uh, like like a lot of Hollywood execs or whatever. They prey on the young boys. But now that we're in the, the age fame. of social media, which we're being more outspoken on it, is that what? And it's spreading. The word is spreading faster. Yeah, like one of, like what was that? Uh, 
R&B group, uh, B B Boys or something like that. I can't remember. I, no I can't think is. of the name of it. But like they came out like one of the producers uh, was one tried to you know molested them and stuff like that. The this whole couple, team. This is a couple years ago. Like Holy he tried fuck. to yeah. So it's like it keep yeah it keeps coming out. Like you find it out more and more. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, not Bill Cosby, but the other. Uh, yeah, Bill Cosby. That was a big one. Mm. Uh, Edwin, the the guy was running for, was it mayor or president? Ed Wiener, around? Yeah. No. Why can't I think of his name? Fuck the direct, the prominent director. Uh, I can't even think of a movie that he did. Uh, I mean, you were talking to me about that that one director. Oh, that um, recent movie, Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers, Creepers, the pedophile that was like, uh huh, actually. Convicted? Yeah. 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 So is Luke Passant. Luke Passant. Luke Passant. Luke Passant. Oh, it came out that uh, the guy from Glee, Puck, Puckerman. Yeah, Puckerman. Oh, yeah, you mentioned Child porn, me. yeah. Yeah, child porn. I was like, uh, no, Puck. Internet, bro. <laughs> this internet thing is wild. Yeah, like, I'm like, what's going on with these creatives? <laughs> I mean... Like, people that you love. Granted, it was Puckerman. I, I you also really heard an interesting theory but. that it's like, you know, that level of creativity also comes with a level of like sexual promiscuity or darkness or darkness because some of it is not even because some of them are like heavily with drug addiction and stuff like that but yeah we keep talking yeah <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of stuff uh what young justice season three is getting 26 episodes the buffy news that i was going to talk about the comic new comic coming out oh wait is a new buffy comic yeah uh, i was focusing on giles uh what a Giles spinoff comic? Yeah, uh, Daniel Craig playing Mr. Sinister. A rumor, this is what I was going to say, I was going to bring up, Silk is possibly might be in an Inf- Avengers Affinity War, but, but it's like... Get the fuck out of here, that's not going to happen. That, that's not going to happen. <laughs> or, uh, what else? My Hero, a teaser trailer for season three of My Hero. Since when? I have it I, again. I was gonna talk. I said uh, I have a lot of uh, shit. I have a lot of shit. Well, we're on. I have Attack time, on Titan. So. I have Attack on Titan Honestly, news. We're, we're at the three-hour ten mark anyway. So. Yeah, I have Attack on Titan news. Uh, I have a bunch of shit. All right, save the anime news for next week. Yeah, Luke Cage season two. Luke Cage season two news. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jill Scott is gonna be in Black Lightning. That's interesting. As a villain. As a villain. Yeah. Is she gonna sing? Is she gonna sing? That's <laughs> like the the climax. No, no. DC <laughs> the is maestro. Yeah, DC is uh, bringing back Vertigo, which uh, which uh, they originally did Sandman, Hellblazer, Animal Man, Doom Patrol, Why the Last Man, Lucifer. So they're getting their own verse, just like the Black verse. Just like yeah, just like Milestone. Oh, man, no one's gonna care for the Black verse now. <laughs> Give me two and, verse options. And then what else? I was gonna talk. Uh, Storm is getting her own comic again. This is like the speed through, and then I was going to talk about the Tyrese news. I don't know if you guys know about Tyrese. that. Yeah, Tyrese like says something. Thank you for destroying or like ruining. Oh yeah, because you know the Rock and the Rock and uh, Jason Statham uh-huh. are getting their uh, Hobbs and whatever whatever his name is spinoff for Fast <laughs> and Furious. Really? So they, yeah. so they pushed back Fast and Furious Nine for the spin-off. for the spinoff and so Tyrese came out he got sold deep. you want me to read it real quick or you want me to just just read it real quick because I'm actually interested in that and we talked about Fast and Furious he basically uh, made his feelings known and he said uh, just because he's not in it he's mad it's not it's not even it's not even because he's not in it but it's basically because uh, I guess they made a pact or whatever that they weren't going to do spinoffs oh man it's like an oh. actual like like 
family bond thing family in the background. Family promise. We ride together. We die together. But that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm assuming. I don't know because this is what he basically said. He 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 posted this picture on Instagram of them. Which funny enough, he's not even in this picture. <laughs> so how are you gonna talk about family? You're not even in the picture. But basically, he just said diversity, love, multi ethnic, worldwide, multi generational, United Nations, one race. Fast family until Dwayne, he spelled Dwayne wrong, showed up. I guess this whole time he had a problem and he does use no punctuation. Well, him and Vin Diesel had that beef, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said this whole time he had a problem because he wasn't the only one on the movie poster. <gasps> I guess I guess dreams do come true. Congratulations. He tagged the producer and he tagged The Rock. You guys are just amazing. You really broke up the fast family. I tried to warn you guys. You thought I was hating. Wow. I was simply fighting to keep the family together. What makes you great is when you see us all together and we don't fly solo my last post today I got three years of venting on this clown they they offered but you didn't have to you didn't have to agree to a solo Hobbs movie hashtag original fast family we salute you and stand on your shoulders Vin Diesel Paul Walker Rob Cohen Roman Tej were all offered spinoffs but we turned it down and then Vin Diesel Vin Diesel tweeted uh, posted this on Instagram of the three of them and then said brotherhood Oh, that's shit. all he said. That's all he said. Yo, is the Rock a nice guy or is the Rock a dick? Because like I, I don't know. I was we gonna, don't know. I was siding with Rock on this beef. Just, yeah, we just, don't know. We don't know. The, the we don't know the story. We don't know the back. If if there is a backstory, I mean, when most people are saying this guy seems like an arrogant asshole, you know what I'm saying? Are those, like, is that just the hateration happening, or is that like is that real? I can see. I can see. I mean, yeah. If if, if, if they act, if they away. actually made a pact. And then the rock broke it. Then yeah, I can see him being mad. But well, there's other there's other it? ways to do that though. But, but you saw when Dwayne then, Johnson became a part of the Fast and the Furious. But I was gonna say, but then at the same time, anyway. but, but then at the same time, when the Rock became part of the Fast franchise, the franchise started. That's when it really took off. Yeah. That's when it got better. So it was the Rock Beyonce. So <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right. On that note. But yeah, so that's that's the speed through of the news. Oh well, yeah. Now, there's there's other stuff, but yeah. Is it important? Can we save it for next week? Well, yeah, because uh, there was a Marvel panel with retailers and uh, all the retailers were, they quote, they talked about, uh, you know, because all the diversity going on in Marvels, all yeah. the quote, black, homo, and freaking females. Oh, yeah. What? And not not comic book, Marvel retailers. Not, and the, so not Marvel, the comic book, not, I'm not going to take Marvel because it has nothing to do with Marvel. It was a Marvel panel with comic book retailers. And they called... Black, is it black Quote, people? Black, homo, homo. and freaking females. Freaking females. In, in what about, context? So it's all of us, huh? Basically talking about the you know the push for diversity. You know, I can't sell I can't sell Iron Man because there you know people want Iron Man books with Tony Stark, but I gotta sell freaking Riri Williams. So yeah, so that that's another wow. thing in the news. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So they're just mad because they can't sell black toys. I guess. And freaking female toys. Yeah. Because there was that Black Widow thing too. Yeah. Well, this is why change isn't happening because people don't want change because change don't sell. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Venom script is being written by Fifty Shades of Grey scriptwriter. Yeah, so, we, how do I feel about that? I'm not a fan. What? We heard it last week. <laughs> no, 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 this is new. I never Shades? heard this. No, I remember. Yeah, Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades of Grey Venom? No, yeah, because we talked about how, like, basically that's a, like, um, spinoff of Twilight. It's a fanfic of Twilight. Not, not we, Venom? No, no, we didn't talk about no. Venom. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, we talked about Fifty Shades of Grey, but, but no, Venom is being written by the Fifty Shades of Grey screenwriter. Yeah. So Fifty Shades of Venom. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Can't wait. Venom getting Eddie Brock. There are tortured. a lot of like um, hentai's and dojin of like Venom 
What the fuck is sexy about Venom? No, Nothing. like Venom, like. Eh. Venom, eh? What does that mean? Like Venom is not being done. He is doing. Still, even then, who the fuck is tentacles. like? Yo, that tongue, son. Hey, hey I'm ready. Hey, like, who hey, the tongue, fuck? tongue and tentacles are used a lot, and don't lie, tentacles. But there's monster teeth right next to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dick. <laughs> And then, yeah, final speed through because Jamie has to go to work. We got to go. Uh, apparently, because uh, Valerian bombed, Luke Lucy is now getting a sequel. Why? How, how do those two things correlate? Because One movie bombed and a shitty movie that's also shitty gets a because sequel? Because Luke Bassan, the guy you brought up, the pedophile, he did Lucy and uh, Valerian. So they were hoping Valerian would become a bigger property. But because it bombed, he's like, ah, okay, what else do I have? Oh, oh Lucy, Lucy, Lucy made money. Let's People do that. Go away. People like Lucy. The, the only reason it made money because they thought it was going to be like a the Black Widow movie that everybody wants. Yeah. And it wasn't. No. So people want, the audience, like people didn't like it once they saw it. It just made money because they thought, we thought it was going to be something else that it wasn't. Unless they change it to be what we thought it was going to be, I don't see that making any money. I don't see people being interested. There like unless a, they actually make it like the action movie we were all expecting. There was a controversy about that movie about Asian culture being portrayed too. Like also like the writings the on the wall. Drug lords and shit. No, yeah, in China was I don't know Chinese, Chinese Japanese. Japanese. I don't remember what I didn't I watch remember. it, so I don't know what it was. But oh. like um like the writings on the wall were incorrect. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't think it was a well researched movie, Jamie. I mean, the whole premise was faulty. It's about using 100 percent of your brain when we all do. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, we do. Just not at the same time. Yeah, not at the same time. But what if, what if we do all together at the same time? You don't get not just psychic powers, but reality bending powers is that what happens <laughs> i'm using all my brain now i can bend time and space and morgan freeman but anyway yeah, was that there's, it? there was this was that there's going to be a statue dedicated to nightwing's sweet yeah. tight ass yeah. <laughs> what a description a sweet tight ass yep and and how why why is there a statue of his tight ass I mean, we got a statue of Captain America. But yeah, we keep talking. But not his ass. <laughs> it's simple of like uh, patriotism. Anyway, that's that's been Blur Vision for the week. Hopefully we ha- we had fun. We've learned things. We've grown a little bit, unlike Goku. <laughs> All right, guys. A lot been- of news, guys. Yeah, it's a lot of news. All right, that's been Blur Vision for the week. This is Jordan with... Michael. Jamie. And we will see you next week. Dragon Ball Z for live! <laughs> Best anime ever. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. You want rhymes with shit? Super. That's <laughs> a rhyme. No. Shit. It's legit. What? <laughs> don't, what? Don't, don't rhyme. Dragon Ball Super is not shit. It's legit. Ah, I see. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs>